Peach, what are you doing, man? Hey, man. Well, you know, it's the holiday season, and instead yeah. of sending out Christmas cards this year, I thought maybe we'd uh, start to hand some of these L's out back to these teams. You know, we've had L's <laughs> piling up over the years, and just figured we should uh, share, share, share them out there. <sighs> I know, that's right. Can, can I help? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and do Boston right there. Okay. All right, here. Boston, and I take one of these. Oh, no, 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 no. They get two. Welcome, everybody, to Court Cousins, episode 35. It's a holiday episode. We hope that this brings you lots of season's tidings and good cheer as you enter the holidays and the new year. Look at me go. We've got a great show for you, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to check in with each other in the Chuma Are You OKK check-in. We will scour the interwebs in the social media roundup. Peach will tell us what he learned in our recent set of games. We've got some special guests, Peach. We already know. We already shot this. The six-man show coming in for a special segment of Starter, Backup, and Bench. Peach and I will run down our recent wagers and set a few more in in the Court Cousins Championship to see who's going to take that pretty piece of hardware. Yeah, well, no, take, take. (laughs) and stick around for the large ending so large before any of those hijinks a special shout out to all of our second cousins and all-stars on the patreon rafael perez breadhead wally akbar al bernie pichet matthew bell who we just hung out with for a while Mm. gloria and damien yadi connor and the polish wonder excelsior oh that's a great shout out peach that gives me like um, King Arthur vibes. Is that where you're getting that from, or I just know it's something people shout. Okay, <laughs> and that's, that's kind of what my list is now. Is things that shout. Yeah, what do uh, people? One of the things it? I actually have on my list that I I've wanted to use but won't. Uh-huh. But you won't. I want to yell fire, but I know uh-huh. Nadra's downstairs. If she hears <laughs> us yelling fire, she might panic. So you know what? Just scratching that one off right now. That's no responsible. Need. No need. You're so responsible. Thank you, Peach. Yeah. Thank you. No need for no need for panic. Peach's signs. Hashtag Peach's signs. We are on our way to 1,000 subscribers. Mm. We're doing a little campaign. We've made some corny graphics. We're posting them around. We're trying to engage folks, get folks. If you've been watching, I think 60% of our folks are subscribers. That means 40% just oh. haven't done that little thing and just click that subscribe. Right. Maybe we have one you over yet. But- yeah. We you hope we're, we're getting close. Stick around. We'll and if you've there. been watching and you just have slipped your mind, do that thing. And yeah. we've had so many people jump on lately. In the past, like, two days, we've gotten, like, 60 subscribers. It's mm-hmm. been crazy. And we're only, like, 160 or 70 away now. Shh, let's go. Let me grow on you. I like to feel like I'm the moss of people, right? Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'll grow on you. And it looks cool. But I got to be on the right side of you. So, you know, yeah. let, me, let me get in there. And I'm definitely a grower, not a shower, too. So, I oh, think for sure. that... <laughs> Well, well, let's grow together. Let's grow together. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for your support. Just for watching. If you're subscribed, if you're clicking the like, if you're sharing it, we really appreciate it. Engaging on the socials and Mm. as a little festival, festivus atmosphere, some holiday tidings. Peach has three mystery presents there. I haven't wrapped them yet, but I will. Will you? I will. I got to do a bunch of wrapping in the next couple of days. So can you mail them wrapped? I'll find a way. (laughs) Okay. I'll find a way for you, but only if you subscribe. (laughs) Well, you don't even need to subscribe really for this one. All right. We just want people to reach out to us. Court cousins, NBA at gmail.com. 
Yeah. If you reach out yeah. to us, then we'll we'll pick the first three. What do they need to reach with though? Something important. Well, no, we'll reach out when they when they okay. when they holler and we'll get their address. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. To send it out. I'm ready. To whoever wins. I got my digital scale here. We'll wrap them up. We'll ship them out. It'll be special. Hell yeah. That's nice of you, Peach. What a thoughtful guy. This is why I love this man here. Thoughtful gentleman. Such a kind man. Thoughtful but poor. Yeah. Because that's more gifts right there than I have well, for this week. You don't need to be rich <laughs> for to be this thoughtful. coming up 20 feet. Well, you don't need to be rich to be thoughtful. Well, that's true. But and you I'd can't wrap be... up thoughtfulness and put it in a box. Well, I'd rather be thoughtful than rich, I think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you should be able to parlay thoughtfulness into some some cash. <laughs> should be should be a one makes other. And that's capitalism, situation. baby. But you could be rich and dumb. So. <laughs> All right. Well, none of our listeners, none of the second cousins out there are dumb. If you are rich, though, go over to the Patreon. Check it out. We've got some goals. <laughs> how are you doing today, Peach? For the Chuma, are you okay? Okay, check it, man. I care about how you're doing. How you feeling, man? You're you Check got some it. days off right now coming up. I do. Today was day one of those days off, and I woke up by immediately having to do some work. Oh. Because uh, awesome. Um, I've selected this great studio photo of Chuma Okiki. Look at how look at how well this is shot. This is perfectly textured and everything. Yeah. I've been pretty hard on, on Chuma lately mm. because I did not care for his play on the court. It was kind of... He was hitting. He was playing poorly at a time when we were playing poorly. But all, all, all that aside, sorry to hear about his injury. Yeah, I wish he could be out there trying to prove me wrong. And I think part of what has really struck me about Chuma Okiki is I see a lot of me and him. Mm. Um, we're both really good defenders. We're not known for our shooting prowess. Um, we both kind of have plans of trying to do stuff, and something always seems to kind of get in the way, you know. And then we have to kind of like re restart again. Yeah. Um, and he's had to do that several times over his career, obviously in a different way than I have, but right. I've lived in three different cities in the past three years. So I, I can identify with some of these things that he's going through. It's tough. It is what it is. I know he's going to be good, much in the same way I'll be good, because he has a good family of people around him. So I feel like no matter what you see from Chumo Kiki, whether he, or KK, whether he's on the court for us ever again or not, I know there's a lot of speculation about it. As a man, I know he's going to be fine because he's got a great sense of humor, right? Yeah, that's you. <laughs> and he's going to find a way to get through because he's got good people around him and he makes people laugh and feel good when they're around him. Obviously, he's always he's always said, the team always says that he's one of their favorite guys. Yeah. So you don't just, they don't just hand that out. You know, you have to earn that. So all the best to you in your recovery, sir. Um, I see a lot of you and me. So hoping that you're, you're, Still being somewhat positive in a time when when things could be negative. At least the team is winning, and uh, and, and that's fun, right? Hey, he's got to see you back soon. Yeah, definitely, man. We're sending sending our best to to Chum, big Chum out there. Now, what is this blur spot? You okay, so yours? yeah, I picked this. The six man guys inspired me. I went okay. a little digging on on Chuma's Instagram, and I saw this very rock star looking, but very blurry photo mm. uh, of chuma right he's got the rock star shades on at night sunset sun never sets on a badass you know i'm going into winter break right now mm -hmm. and therefore i morph i morph from responsible going to bed waking up early kyle into rock star party life kyle <laughs> <laughs> can i at least can i wish can i dream okay can i dream that i'm gonna stay up after midnight one day this next week it's your check-in brother okay 
<laughs> no, but I mean, I am feeling good going into some time off. Um, it, it's kind of screwed up that I know later when my break is coming to be over, I'll be a nervous wreck because I haven't maybe done some of the things that I have planned that I'm going to do mm-hmm. in the meantime. But I'm going to try to get ahead of that. I'm going to live like a rock star. I'm going to have a good time. I'm feeling good right now. Um, definitely excited for the break. Happy to be hanging out with you, man. Your pops is coming down for the holiday. Mm. Talking about that support system. Ladies and gentlemen out there, hope you're loving on your loved ones during the holiday. I love you, Peach. Great sense of humor. I love that you connected that with Chum. Honestly, sometimes Nadra gets mad at me because I get more excited when you come home than she when she comes home. Because <laughs> I like to see you. And we have, we I have, have seen your tail wag good, a little bit more. Yeah. We, have, we have good banter. You know? I, I can't, she loves the magic, but I can't sometimes get as deep as I might want to. Right. I understand. Yeah, we, I talked about that a little bit with Jonathan off air before we did our segment about how sometimes it's tough when you talk to casuals and they don't know. And I explained to him how that used to be you when you talked to me. And I'd be like, yeah, Tyler Ennis, cool. I sure I don't know who that is. Yeah, great. It's like <laughs> But now you're deep. Now I know. You're back in the rabbit hole. <laughs> I know too much. <laughs> All right. Well, you do know so much, Beesh. Yep. And so I want some of that knowledge. The second cousins out there, they want some of that knowledge. Okay. So let us know. What did you learn, sir, in this recent stretch of games? All right. I'm leading off with this because I thought it pretty early on into this little win streak, by the way, the first win, legit win streak to happen in the history of this show. Um, we hadn't been doing a lot of practices and skipping some shoot arounds and stuff like that, but I'll tell you what the team must have done. They all got together. They made a circle. They all put their right foot in. They all took their right foot out. They put their right <laughs> foot back in and then they shook it all about because they have done the hokey pokey and turned themselves around. We were disgusted by some play we saw a couple of weeks ago. And now all of a sudden, boom, team just winning, gelling, shots are falling, things are happening. We're behind in games. No big deal. We'll come back. We'll win. We're not getting calls. It's all right. We're good to go. Like, we lost one game in this stretch by one point to the Hawks. There's no shame in that. We went to the we went to Boston and took two. I mean, these are good times. Am I right? <laughs> I can't get out of my head the team doing the hokey pokey. That's I'm still on that. <laughs> well, sometimes when a guy puts a right foot in, it's got a cast on it. But oh. but aside from that, they all have done the hokey pokey and they've turned themselves around. It's, and part of that is because of these two gentlemen I'm opening up with first. I'm not going to go into great okay. detail because we're going to talk about them later. Yes, we will. But Fultz has definitely brought some consistency and I think some veteranness to a lineup that's that's really needed it. And then Moritz has brought a lot of that fire and that dog that we need and the shooting has improved immensely i mean sometimes the percentages don't really show but i feel like at least the shots are better you know like it's it's an open shot or it's not a forced shot or it's not a shot at the end of the shot clock because we got to get one up so it's like i like what i'm seeing on offense which was just completely missing there for like nine games in a row where it was like what is going on out here this is a mess Mm -hmm. um it's fun to win um, I learned that Eddie House was a thing. I, I mean, I, I kind of knew about him. I remember him, but yeah. I'd forgotten about him. And now there he was again. So I'm sure we're going to talk about him in a minute. But <laughs> it was something I learned, so I wrote it down. Uh, I've also learned that every time, you know, they say every time a bell rings, mm-hmm. an angel gets its wings. Mm. And I've always said that every time a Boston team loses, an angel orgasms. <laughs> so thus, you're welcome, angels, for the back-to-back uh victories by the over the Celtics and then ooh, the new dumbest play in NFL history when the Patriots threw the game away to the Oakland Raiders or sorry the Las Vegas Raiders 
that play was just awful. And I know it's yeah. not it's not basketball, but that play was ridiculously awful. And that happened in this recent. <laughs> it all happened games. in that same same weekend. So a lot of angels having a good time. <laughs> uh, Let's go to Jizz Town. In the angels. dance team off, the Atlanta team was back again. They tried to take back their title, but the pacemates are too strong. Check them out on Instagram if you want to, fellas. The pacemates, they're a good follow. And last thing I learned here is that, man, Argentina, please, please, please get more in your life than soccer. That's so I awesome. wish I wish I that don't for you. understand. I just wish it for them. It seems what? like it's all they have <laughs> because it doesn't seem like you're harassing your top because star not even letting so... them get home. Like yeah. this happened over a week ago. Like go back to your lives, but like their lives are soccer. Yeah. And it just, yeah. I wish for more than, than that for them. Cause that's really all I know about Argentina. I know they have the blue and the white striped jersey. I didn't watch any of the World so Cup, we're, but I know what their jerseys look like. I mean, it's just, that's what they're known for. So are the Magic that's their the chief export. international soccer equivalent, the, the basketball equivalent of international Argentina jerseys? Cause everyone knows our jerseys. I mean, maybe, but I mean, <laughs> we do other things. There's people here that live in America that don't know shit about basketball. Right. And most of us don't care about soccer. Yeah. But like the point is, I feel like everyone in that city loves soccer and like all work was of just canceled. They did. They're like, all work is just canceled. They're like, yeah. oh, we won some cup. We got every Everybody, nobody goes to work tomorrow. Like, come on. Their beloved son finally got his crowning jewel. Messi now one of the greatest. They did of all what they time. were supposed to do. That's like one of the top teams I would have bet on. To but win. they haven't, though. Right. But they haven't in so many years. So it was it was disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. But then yeah, let's, let's move on to something that actually matters. <laughs> you brought it up. I know, but I just wanted it I'm to be just, a quick hit. And then, well, I went I went to Argentina for the last World Cup. I was in Did the you? square oh, okay. celebrating and commiserating oh, with, you know, 20,000 Argentinians. Right. So just, I have that. Connection. I hope they have more in their life than soccer. So that next year, if they don't win, <laughs> they're not all out in the street drinking. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the magic. What we really <gasps> want to talk about. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with football. All right. So we're no, now going into our social media roundup. This is the segment, ladies and gentlemen, where we scour the interwebs looking for your posts about our beloved franchise, the Orlando magic. They might be hilarious, intriguing, downright, just, Knee slapping. Mm -hmm. knee and slapping. we do have some knee slappers in this bunch. Well, there's a couple welt guides in there. So you know, there's <laughs> yeah, going to be a couple gems. Can I lead with this one? Can we lead with some more Eddie House slander, please? Go ahead. <laughs> so, welt god hopping on the Britney Griner release, which was in the zeitgeist of mm -hmm. American culture right now. And a quote from Britney Griner, apparently, here they forced me to watch Eddie House highlights the entire time. It was torture beyond comprehension. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Brittany Griner detailing the cruel treatment while imprisoned in Russia. Well, ironically, I would imagine her worst enemy probably had to watch it with her if she was watching it in a Russian prison, right? So <laughs> at least that was happening. Uh, I Yeah, I don't remember watching him play, but I do remember him existing. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize he had a ring until he posted it bragging, and it was like, cool brag i don't remember you playing um but, I, you know fine just i do remember him because i was in boston 
during the time that he was playing in Boston. Sure. And the our team was killing it at that time. So I was going to a lot of games and definitely following both teams very closely. So I knew of Eddie House. And he was, you know, kind of like the equivalent of like an Admiral Schofield end of bench guy. Sure. He would he would get in eighth man, ninth man type of thing. Not a lot of not a lot of domicile jerseys in the crowd is what you're no, saying. Nobody, no, nobody rocking no. the house. No one wearing a ranch or a tutor okay. on their back. No, nothing like that at all. Fair enough. You know, two and a half points, and then all of a sudden, as you say, he pops up to call our team trash. Bizarre. And and then when that quote unquote trash team proves to him that oh no, we're actually very competitive this year and we're only going to get better. Yep. Beats his squad twice. Yeah. He, he doubles then, down. He then, <laughs> word of the year, right, Peach? Tries to gaslight the whole yep. world by saying that we're coming at him and, and we're classless now, reaching out to him on social media when he's the one that started it all. Here's he, the thing, man. <laughs> make it make if, sense, Peach. If some people drop into my DMs and ask about Argentina and we get into a scrum, I know why. I'm not going to turn around and tell them you know, oh, you guys are terrible and try to make it seem like it's their problem. You got to have some accountability there. Yeah. He, he is on a network representing, trying to, and to say that as an ex-player, there's a lot of like disrespect there, just even as an ex-player, let alone somebody who's supposed to be like a serious journalist. We're doing a fun podcast. I'm right. going to call people trash all the time. It's fun. <laughs> like, that's what we do here. Yeah. Like, if he had his own podcast and he says that, it's not as egregious as it saying it on national television like well even if it's regional television in this it's case, regional but, television but like but the, just the seemed, brotherhood seemed the brotherhood dumb. of it like yeah. the you're all former players him saying oh I'm, I'm speaking facts they're just you haven't spoken any facts right you just insulted the entire squad without having any real evidential sure ideas at all i call gar i call boston garbage all the time it's, yeah. a, gar it's a garbage city as a matter of fact which i think i said that not, before him. which it's not so but Peach likes to say that. <laughs> Lots of, you know, fantastic museums, things to do, Peach. Yes, if you Great like history, food. go watch. We'll go walk the uh, the uh, trail there. What's it the called? The Freedom Trail. The Freedom Trail. Yep. That is a good time. Yeah. Beyond that, just leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Eddie House just, he's calling us classless. And it's just, Scalabrini tried to get him out of it on the broadcast the other day. He's like, oh, we're just... We're talking about the fans, not the players. No, Eddie House was talking about the players. He <laughs> not was any talking. <laughs> he was talking about the team. Yeah. Well, a little bit better. If you want to have a banter and you said my team's garbage, I say you're full of shit. You know, you call me tra cl clueless. I'm saying, you know, you played four and a half minutes every game. You know, whatever. Tomato, tomato. That's fine. But that's not that's he did call the team trash. We stood mm -hmm. up for our players, for our team. Right. And well, they stood up for themselves. He couldn't this, handle the heat. They stood up he, for themselves because they said that they they heard it. Yeah, and it, it definitely factored. Oh, in. they all shared that. They shared the tweet. It was hilarious to me. I'm seeing like feeling like that second wind is almost on him. And I saw a couple totally. of memes about that too. And it's like, yeah, you just fired up a team that should be way overconfident going into a game where you're not going to start Jason Tatum. <laughs> He's not going to play, and we just beat you. So now we're going to be overconfident. And instead, we won again. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Foolish, dumb. He reminds he reminds me of like talking to one of like my eleven or twelve year old boys at school, like not taking accountability right. and just trying to dodge everything. It's like, bro, what? Who are you? There's tape of it. Yeah, 
<laughs> Lean in. If you're yeah, gonna, yeah. You're just, just be I mean, that. Just, just be, be Boston, it. bro. That's what Boston's about, too. Right. Like, they'll be like, yeah, fuck you, dude. The fucking magic of trash. Like, what, kid? Come at me. You know, like, just keep going. Let's let's make this happen. Let's make a rivalry. Let's not fuck around here. It already exists in my mind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The rivalry begins. All right. I like it. Ever since I dumped Big Baby on us. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. <laughs> All right. Let's let's go to the next Walt God and then we'll move on from, All right. from the man himself. Um to talk about dumping on. Two guys. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Walt God has posted Franz and Paulo slapping five on Pornhub here. Mm-hmm. The title of this video is Two Guys Score Repeatedly on Canadians. Talking about our back-to-back wins over the Toronto Raptors early in the win streak. Yeah, you can all pretend that you've never seen this little setup right. before yeah. if you want. But if you're you know riding, you have. listening with your lady, maybe watching with your lady. So, yeah, yeah the visual is really what is like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you know, you, you got to just kind of. You tip your hat and you go, yes, it's good. When you're around, people are like, I don't get it. What? Can someone explain this to me? On a side note, Canadian women are are tops, by the way. I think if (laughs) if I could choose women from one nation. Really? It would be Canadian. Really? You like them that pasty? Well, they're not all pasty. Well, I mean, if they're from Canada, if they're like truly they have French Native Americans and such up there. Yeah, okay. There's a mix of folks up there. Sure. We're French Canadian. They they would look like us. They'd be pasty like us. Not uh, necessarily, but, well, but potentially. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm saying, look, I've done the studies. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm the guy that's doing the dance team thing. You know, this, the studies have already been done. Yeah. The USA is in the top ten for sure, but but yeah. definitely Canada. I'm going number one. Wow. No slight to any other countries. Wow. I'm definitely Latest, going. Man. I'm. I've got to go like a Latin American country or okay. like Middle East. My girlfriend's Middle Eastern, so yeah, pull, pull I love me some Arab me women well. and some Latin women. Okay. Who, who are your favorite women? Put them in the comments, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. What's your What's your favorite style of lady? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> but <boss>. anyways, <laughs> yeah, we we destroyed the Toronto Raptors in those games. That was that was fun. That was a nice coming out party. Always good to to get victories over teams where there's debate over players and mm-hmm. everyone questioning Scotty Burns. I'm tired of even talking about that topic, but <laughs> um, it's it's very clear Scotty Burns should not have been Rookie of the Year. And games yes. like this continue to hammer that point home. Right. So enjoy your Rookie of the Year trophy. It'll probably be the only one you ever get. Well, the only trophy you ever get because you can't get the Rookie <laughs> of the Year again. <laughs> Yeah, they're a team that's thinking about tearing it down now. A couple of teams ahead of us in the standings, Toronto being one of them. We're almost like a tornado of death at this yeah, point. Yeah, we kind of roll through town and, and the teams are yeah. like, shit, maybe we're not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to tear this down. The magic are coming. We can't compete with these guys. That's right, you can't. But you know who can't does know that we can compete with anyone out there, Peach? Mm. South Dakotans. Woo! South Dakotans. This is probably where the tornado got started. South Dakotans, we cheer you. Although, to be fair, this could be two people. Right, right. The population of (laughs) South Dakota is sparse. However, Fantasy Magic lets us know on Twitter, Magic fans in South Dakota holding it down because this is from Basketball Reference. It's the most viewed team pages on Basketball Reference in each state this year. Right. And South Dakota is the only one that the Orlando Magic hold steady for. 
It's impressive. I mean, obviously in Florida, you're not surprised to see the Heat get the victory there. Yeah. So you start to wonder, ooh, are the Magic going to get any state? And <laughs> I thought our influence in Connecticut, but we need to work harder, Peach. Yeah, That's we're an, too close to the New York and the Bostons yeah. of the world to but we uh, can do it to make a make a dent. We, I think we can. Plus, I don't use basketball reference. Well, we'll have to start handing out <laughs> cards or something. <laughs> and or Orlando Magic, Orlando. At, I can't see the whole handle there, but it's got Mickey Mouse in it. Orlando man, South South Dakota, my second favorite state now. I think. Well, no, actually, no, never mind. I've never been to South Dakota, so I can't say. But yeah, I know they sell land there cheap. So if you're looking to. Unless you want to become a lord or a lady, and then you got to get it from Scotland. But cheap, cheap land why, in South Dakota. Why can't any state be like, yeah, buy a dollar, hundred dollars here, you'll be a lord. Who gives a shit? Could yeah, yeah. It's, seems like a pretty illegitimate thing. Yeah, I still don't know. But did it was it people from South Dakota who went to vacation in Orlando and then went back? I mean, that's kind of how. We became Magic fans back in the day. Well, isn't it? Uh, there. Isn't this a Mike Miller tie? Oh, because Mike yes. Miller is from South Dakota. Yeah. So it's probably someone in the Miller household. Maybe that's where he <laughs> runs his. his, his Very good, Peach. Very good pickup. There's the Magic connection, and this is why you watch this show. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get into some a little bit more serious Orlando Magic talk now, Peach. Okay. Um, this one is from. Magic Nation CP on Instagram. You grab this one. This account's been killing it lately. I was like two or three that I didn't select for today's post because, you know, it's too much show. It's a really nice graphic. It's just kind of an informational graphic with a nice picture of Mo over a sleek looking background. It says the Magic won a first round pick in exchange for Mo Bamba. This is coming from Jake Fisher. I mean, yeah, no shit though, right? Of course. Yeah, I, I I was coming at this like a little different because we said the same thing about Terrence Ross. I mean, we say the same thing about everybody, and every team says the same thing right, about every asset. There's no way we should have got a first rounder for Terrence Ross. So I felt like that. But was, we said it. You think we're, you would? Get yeah, one but we Mo? didn't get it either, right? Whose team is he still on? Ours, right? Because no one came with that because they're like, no yeah, one's going to come with a one. first round pick for Mobamba. Well, okay, listen, I'm going to tell you. I think they should. Mm. I don't think. Okay, Mobamba. Yeah. Has been playing really well this season, he, right? So uh, he's yeah, and it's been more consistent than in Lately. years past. Yep. Right? He's You're doing right. some big man shit and, and making the most of his minutes, I feel like, and playing pretty well. And is a team with a 26th or 27th overall draft pick, are they getting a better player than Mo Bamba? Yeah. I don't think so. No. Because I haven't seen a lot of successful draft picks from that range in the last few years. And so therefore I feel like he is worth a first round pick. Is he worth the number one overall pick? No, he is not. But none of those teams would trade for Mobamba. So what's going to be one of those teams that thinks they're that is going to be in the playoffs and wants like a big man off the bench? Yeah. Or someone is injured and they need someone to come in as a starter, and they would turn to Mobamba. I really think that this is a possibility. Whereas a lot of times when I see these and what we want, I'm always like, oh, that's too gross an asking price. I think this is doable. You know what, Peach? You've calmed my initially taciturn demeanor. And you're making me think a little bit more rationally here. All right. I pulled up the old basketball reference, just speaking of shout out South Dakota. Oh, here we come. Can I and I'm trying to, yeah, that's what we're trying to do over here. I'm trying my damnedest. And, you know, in his last eight, as you said, Mo's been playing pretty well. He's got eight points and seven and a half boards, which is great for him. 
uh, one and a half blocks. He's shooting, most importantly, probably about 41% from beyond the arc, which is a very attractive thing to teams, especially teams that like to space because they've got a dynamic guard or someone who can get in the paint and do some work. Yep. Um, you know, you think about a team like uh, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves, but they don't have any left. Um, yeah, you're right. A, a, a good team with a late first round pick. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the flip side question to that is, do you want to give up Mo for a late first round pick? Not really. Yeah. Not really. If we're trying to win big time this year, but if this is, and, and I don't think we are right. Yeah. Like we're not really trying to make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. If it happens, it happens. Great. But I don't think that's the goal of this rebuild. So if that rebuild means getting another, another number one, and then we have three number one picks, then you can start thinking about trading up. If we got stuck back in like a, you know, sixth pick and like a 10th pick and then we've got that 27th and you start to pop those together right now maybe you can move up if there's somebody that they really like which i think someone in our front office really likes someone whether it's scoot whether it's you know amen thompson i feel like there's plenty of dudes up there that they're interested in right and that could make us more of a player by having that as a trade piece Uh, it's just food for thought i mean Uh, it's, it's an interesting conversation and we're getting closer to the trade deadline which i think is February third. I mean, we resound, we right re- resound Mo to a what one year deal, two uh, two year with a one year with an option. Correct. So, you know, do we want to pick up that option to have him stay on next year versus right. whatever we could do with that pick? Well, that uh, that's the interesting thing. So, uh, just to clarify, trade deadline is February 9th. <laughs> so nice use of the cough key, Peach. It, well, it loses the fun when you find it out, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a 10-year, the team option, I believe, next year for $10 million, $10.3 million, which is pretty it's affordable for your off-the-bench big. Right. And, you know, like you said, uh, that's a very tradable contract and an expiring deal. Right. You know, the, of a good player who maybe the other team wants to take a risk on, see if they can re-sign or do a sign and trade. And and that can all be a part of what you said about moving up or moving two picks and Mo Bamba to get either a player or to move up in the draft, depending on where things fall. And, you know, I mean, inside right now as options, you got when you got Wendell. Yep. You got Moritz. Yes. You got bowl bowl. Who's not really an inside guy, but he's inside, but but he's on defense. He's in there. He's blocking shots. He's doing inside stuff. You're not wrong. Now, assume, and I rarely do this on the show, but yeah. assume at some point that guy I've heard about, J.I., comes back. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, it's getting pretty crowded down there. Right. So if someone's going to go and J.I. is healthy, you know, who of that five do you feel like is most movable? Yeah. And, and would get us something. Yeah. I, love, I, I mean, I love what he's bringing to the team this year. Which is the... But at some point, you're going to have to get rid of some of these guys that are off-the-bench guys or guys that you really like to get in the team, the other guys that are going to, you know, really yeah. get the flower growing to its capacity. We'll see, man. We'll see. I'd be interested what that trade would be with the way that Moe's been playing lately, man. I mean, there have been times in Moe's tenure in Orlando that oh, I would have, yes. it would have been a welcome sign to see something come across the ticker that Moe had moved on and the Magic had moved on and he was somewhere else and we had a, p- a pick or a player. Right. But honestly, the way he's been playing lately, those statistics sure. that I, I brought up, don't even really do it justice. He's been rolling to the hoop 
more, as you said, doing exactly. more big man shit, being more active. His shot is falling at that 41% clip. If he can be that player more consistently, and I think he's getting pretty used to this role now, that's a player that I like having on the squad. Especially at 10 million. Like if he's cool with that number ish moving forward, if he wants like a, you know, maybe four years next, just to have a little bit of that security yep. um, for his future and his family, his family's future. I mean, it's then cool, but a lot of hypotheticals. Yeah. A lot of hypotheticals, but that's what we do, baby. It's the trade deadline talk. We was, talk about a hard. bunch of it shit. It was hard for me. It lasted pretty long. And yeah. I actually brought this one to the table. So I can tell but you're getting drowsy. Good. We'll move on oh, to some definitely. reality now. I can't, I can't take no more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> well, this one should get you pumped up. You got this one from the Orlando magic Instagram piece. It's the classic x-ray showing the dog inside. No, that's not where it's from. It's not from there. It's from magic dot tracker. Right. But it's, it's made to look like it comes from the Orlando it's Magic. It's saying Markel Fultz got that dog in him, been electric. Look at him. They're in there. So, you know, like, at first I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, Kel really hasn't been electric the whole time. he's Like, he hasn't been consistently electric for me. And that's, I think, because I have a high expectation of the electricity that I expect to see coming from Markel. Yeah, you're looking for an electricity like you that need to see and nine game. him actually putting up stats. But what uh, he brings yeah. to the table is more than just his stats. It is a collective. And have we not won seven of the last eight games? Yep. Mm-hmm. And who gets the ball in the clutch? Fultz. Yeah. And so who's making things happen? And even if he makes a mistake, like tries to throw the ball off a guy and misses it, then he recuperates by getting the steal in the next play. Yeah. It's Markel Fultz. It's all an electricity that doesn't always show up on the stat sheet. His uh. presence in the lineup has been enough alone as it is. Like he doesn't come into the game like a cat who like would be like, Oh, I made a mistake. I'm getting out of here. I don't even like basketball. I'm leaving. <laughs> he he's a dog. I'm not gonna, so, so he comes back and he's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. I made a mistake. I'm going to get the ball on the next play and gets it. So like, I just love what he's bringing. I thought it was funny because it does look like it's coming from the magic and you're like, Oh, an X-ray. So of course we're all like, wait a minute, who's hurt now? And then it's like, Oh, he just got that dog in him. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good injury. This is is what we took an X-ray and we love what we see. It's positive for dog and we love it. So while you'll agree with me that maybe Markel hasn't been electric, at least to the level that we know that he can be yep. this season. Um, you're saying he's like a conductor of electricity who's always on on the court there, just moving the electricity around. I mean, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I think he is electric. He's a dynamic player. I love what he brings. Um, is there someone else that's electric that you're thinking of? No, no, okay. not. Well, I mean, we've got a bunch of electric players. Franz, I mean, yeah. Moritz. We've got a bunch of the guys with the dog in them. Paulo's got the dog in him. He doesn't like to lose. You know, we've got a lot of guys with this mentality. I think that, you know, Markel Fultz, I was going to look at, you know, his some of his individual numbers, average in his last nine games, you know, 13-ish points. Four rebounds, five assists. That assist number is lower than I would have expected. Peach's eyes are true, glazing over, true, true. so I'm not going to talk about that. These are numbers that I expect to see go up. So when you said, oh, he's not electric because of the numbers, yeah, it is partly because of that. Because I do think that Markel is a guy that can be getting 
easily every single night, 15 to 20. And I think that his, his mid range hasn't been where it was last year. Like he's missing some of those kill spot shots that he normally makes. He's not shooting it at the percentage that I expect him to. And that I think that he will to your point though, in the past two weeks, pretty much since Markel has been back and playing well, we've got the sixth best offensive rating in the league and the seventh best defensive rating in the league. Mm -hmm. And that's based on cleaning, cleaning the glass stats. Sure. So that, that shows me that he's the conductor of the electricity sidebar. Okay. One of the things I think you and I have talked about, but maybe not on camera. Yeah. Is that the way an assist is earned. A lot of our players seem to shoot well by having the ball in their hand first, right? It's step backs. It's creating space for themselves. You don't see a lot of guys coming off curls, catch and shoot Front, successfully. Well, yeah. Not it's a lot catch of and drive. Shoot. Right. Catch and but drive not necessarily catch and shoot. Right. So I feel like that can hurt Fultz's numbers as far as getting bit. an assist. Yeah. But it doesn't mean he still didn't get them the ball in a position where the they hockey can take assist, it to the next one. If you will. Yeah. But they don't keep track of that. Right. In basketball. And that's fine. They shouldn't. Yeah. But it that's part of the what he brings that doesn't necessarily show up on the stat sheet. Well, you know what they do track is potential assists, and those are coming later, Peach. So get excited. Gross. <laughs> it's so good to have Markel back. As he continues to get acclimated, everything you're talking about, Peach, I think it's just going to amplify. And the electricity is going to run nice. everywhere. Good job. Yeah, I'm just throwing in electric words. I was actually Googling electricity terms. That's what helped me get conductor. I don't know if we ever talked about it on the show, but do you know my nickname is the most electrifying man in ice entertainment? That's true. Yeah. I do know so that. I know a thing or two about it. <laughs> you, you've done this Google before. <laughs> electric words. Yes. <laughs> okay, now we're going to Breadhead, a second cousin, one of our Patreons out there with this hilarious post. He said, my life for the next month and it's his uh, alarms on his phone. 7 a.m. wake up is on. 7.02 is on. Vote for Paulo and Franz in the All-Star game. Every day, Pish. We need this level of dedication right now. Okay. Have you voted yet, Pish? No. Wow. And if I vote, I'll vote once. And I'm not sure. Wow. If I only get to vote, you only get to vote for five guys? Uh, you get, No, East and West, just five guys. Right, yeah. five guys per conference. Yep. I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if those guys will make it. What I I, I what? can't handle. You're too honest. You're like the, the you're, way you're like, I'm gonna do this. Like too honestly, I'm not gonna be a fan about it. I cannot. I cannot stand all star voting in okay. any league. It is just wow, stupid. You've touched a nerve. It, it's so dumb that you would let people select who they think are all stars because people don't know. Sometimes they select guys that don't belong in the game. So like. What are we doing? Like, give it to the guys who've deserved it. It should be voted on by, like, coaches or, like, you know, people who are involved in the game and not just, like, fans who are like, I like bull ball. Go to all-star game. Click, 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 click. Why do you get so many votes? You don't get multiple votes for anything else in I life. I voted for bull ball today. But you shouldn't get to vote multiple times. You get one set of votes. Why did that's why well, this NBA wants system you to is not come, the same. The NBA wants you to download their app, Peach. They want you to go to NBA.com. They want you to see the ads. They want to charge people for the ads. This is capitalism, bro. Whatever. But if you're if you want to keep going every day, look, I love Breadhead, but like I, I this cannot be factual. I figure this is just a joke. Like, haha. Yeah. No. Do not well, spend your time. He probably doesn't have the it. alarm, but he might be voting every day. A lot of people, I'm voting every day. Does, do you get to vote just like once a day? Is that how it works? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why you yeah. would get multiple votes. Who are you? Uh, well, I'm Kyle Langan, man. I'm on the, I'm, I have a, a podcast. So my what? cousin. So you should get one set of votes. You vote for whoever you want. 
Then if you want to put all magic players okay. on there, that's fine. All right. It's just ridiculous. Okay. Because okay. like, right, people shouldn't be voting for people who are not. Let's just talk eligible. about this. Okay. So you don't think Franz and Paulo are all stars this year? I could consider giving them a vote, perhaps, but I don't think they're among the five best in the Eastern Conference right now, if we're being 100% honest. Well, I think next year is probably that window where they'll show up there. Because right now they're going to put those guys in that. These are two of the big stars they're going to have in their rising stars game. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Paulo on the rookie team and Franz on the sophomore team. They want that, right? Yes, that, that's true. That's the way they write off the young guys. So a lot of the young guys aren't going to get in. Because I don't even know if they're counting all the votes that you guys are throwing in. I think it's just something they do to drive you to the website. I don't even believe in their system. <laughs> that's, that <laughs> I don't doubt that. Plus, yeah, I think you I guys just that. vote for the starters. Right. And then they select all uh, the like other coaches guys. and players. So like not... essentially every time you vote, it's almost like you're wasting a vote on someone that could actually start because you know, so it doesn't necessarily put them in the game. Let's let's look at this, Peach. I, I went to the NBA.com voting website. It's here. You can check it out. And um the front court players, that's where Franz and Paolo would be. So here are the fr- they recommend players to you, which also is <laughs> Which also is a little sketchy, right? <laughs> They're like, who who did Nike pay the NBA? Like, how is this working? But right. anyways, yeah, it's um, we've got Joel Embiid averaging 32 and a half points. Yep, he's 10, in. 10 boards. Giannis in. 32 points, 11 boards. Jason Tatum, 30 points, 8 rebounds. Hard to keep him out of there. Kevin Durant, 30 points, 6 and 5. Wouldn't get my vote, but all right. Pascal Siakam, 26, oh, he's 8 not getting the vote. and 7. Julius Randle, 22 and 9. No, thank you. Kristaps Porzingis, 22 and 9. And then they have Paulo Bancaro, their eighth recommendation. Okay. 22. Eighth recommendation in a thing that has three spots. Correct. There's definitely five guys that I'd put ahead of him right there. Yeah. So maybe. That's all that's all I'm saying. I'm right. not shitting on our own players. I love those guys. Yeah. I'm just saying that like But I mean spare me your oh, we gotta vote him in stuff. Do you think no. but do you think that they're not going to get a, get enough nationally to start. So I'm vote, we're not talking about starters, though. I'm talking you about vote to the for All-Star starters. game. I'm talking about to the All-Star game. Do you think he it's might get selected as one of the that he could go or Franz? Probably more likely Paulo, just because he might. But like I said, gonna, I think they're just going to be content with. Well, he's going to be there this weekend because he'll be at the Rising Stars game. Yeah. So I think that's how they'll get out of putting him in there. But he has a shot. He has an outside shot of being a. Of being a reserve and the winning our team winning lately helps a lot. I mean, I think yeah. that would get a, him over Kristaps. Unfortunately, Pascal is a, still a little ahead of us in the standings, as are the Knicks with Julius Randle and all the other guys, you know, sure. Durant, Tatum, all those guys as well. But you know, next year, if our team is more up towards the top half of the Eastern Conference when this time comes around, oh, very possible. I think he could be a starter, he could be on the team this year. I don't know, could it's be. gonna be tough, but. Maybe it's possible. Maybe if you would vote, Peach. No, see, my vote's not going to help. That's what I'm trying to explain. I to you. understand. I get it. I'm just <laughs> fucking with you now. Now I'm just fucking with you. Okay. All right. It would make more sense if everyone voted for those top three guys that everyone wants in. Just get them out of the way, and now he only has to beat out two or three guys to be a reserve, right? Yeah. So do that. Actually, vote for the guys who should be in the All Star game. Last one, Peach. All right. What's up, going. second cousins? Very excited to announce Court Cousins Night 
Thursday, February 23rd, Peach and I will be going down to Orlando. What? Yes, to watch our Orlando Magic take on the Pistons. It's going to be great, Peach. It's called Court Cousins Night? Court Cousins Night. Wow. Yeah. We've got club-level seats. We're doing some giveaways, maybe even potentially some some signed stuff. And Get then out of here. And then after, it gets better. All right. After the game, we're going down on the court. We're cutting down the net, and we all get to take a little piece. What? Like we did last time. Exactly, man. Wait on. I've got my little piece of net right here. Wow. This Just, is from that game when uh, the Bulls and the, yeah, it was a whole and thing. And we won. Wow. And you know we got to win again this time. <sighs> I had no idea about this. What yeah. else should I know? Where do well, I, how do I get in? Vivo.me backslash court cousins. That's where the tickets are. Get them now, ladies and gentlemen, Mm. so that we can get, make sure everyone's together. Yeah. And, and just uh, see you down there. I'm blown away. This is going to be fun. Last one piece. All right. I want to get you off this topic. Let you cool down a little bit. (laughs) Towel off in a second. (laughs) Um, Another gem here from breadhead. The Wagner bros put on a blockbuster performance last night, tuning in tomorrow for the sequel the Warner Brothers logo with Franz and Moritz. I don't know what this must have been. What game would this this have been? Probably Moritz's big game. When was that? I mean, doesn't matter. They've both yeah. been, been playing well throughout this entire stretch. Mm-hmm. And Wagner Brother Pictures is bringing it to you. And it's great to see. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, I'm sure it's awesome for them, right? Like they're oh, brothers. Yeah, they're man. getting to play at the highest level. They're finally winning games now. They're playing together. They're doing pick and roll shit. I mean, they're both yowing on people, which, you know, I'm sorry, it's a German hammer now. I'll take about that's my old that's my old dunking term on people, but Oh yowing? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Yao Ming, he just used to dunk on people and just kinda <laughs> he didn't he didn't mean to hurt their feelings. He was just bigger than them. He just did as a as but, a byproduct. Yeah, we're doing German hammers now. So uh it, it's gotta be awesome for them and it's good to see because they're two of the fiery guys on the team. I feel like definitely some of our emotional leaders. Mm-hmm. So as long as they're happy and yep. they're having fun, yep. everybody else kind of seems to feed off that. Yeah. I There was a moment in the Houston game last night when Moritz, we had a good play on defense. Then he hit a three. The, yep. the Houston Rockets called a timeout to stop the bleeding. Yep. You know, we got within three at that point, I think. Um, and just, you know, coming back to the bench, fired up, getting yep. the guys going. It's that momentum swing. I bet Brett had made this one after the first Celtics game when we had Moritz going for 25 and Franz going for 19. I mean, Moritz 25 and nine in that game. He's had some really impressive performances, been extremely consistent, you know, 10 to 15 points every night on pretty steady efficiency. He's not taking shots that he probably shouldn't. Right. He's shooting pretty well from beyond the arc. I want to bring that up in just a moment, but this is going to be, you know, an interesting discussion or when, Wendell comes back Friday, hopefully, in, in in the San Antonio game. What's going on with what's going on with Moritz for you, buddy? Well, I think Wendell is our starter, mm-hmm. and I think Moritz then becomes our fire off the bench. But if for whatever reason Wendell's not gelling, I could see him being swapped out for Moritz, which I don't feel like is a that's something Coach Mose has done. Like you, if a guy's hot, you're hot. If you're playing well, you're in there. So but it's it's Wendell's to to have. Would you have Moritz go to the bench, or would you have Moritz bump to the four and Bowl go to the bench? I mean, that's also a possibility. Yeah, I don't know if that's the way they want to start the games because I like the fire Moritz brings off the bench. Yeah, in the past, 
In the past, um, yeah, that was definitely I, nice. I like to see guys like him and Cole come off the bench who are like fiery and they're in it and they're interesting and they're getting guys, you know, shorts and they piss them off a little bit. You know, that's the kind of intensity I want off the bench. But then eventually they can be in to close games for sure, yeah. which to me is equally as important, if not more, than starting the game. I, I'm really more concerned with who's going to be on the floor at the end. And with us, I think there's some room there for whoever's hot that day, whoever's feeling it, whoever's playing well. And that could always be Moritz Wagner. Yeah, I just hope we get to see this for a lot longer. Um, I'm looking up. I know Moritz's contract is short-term. It's a two-year, $3 million, $3.6 million. He's making $1.8 million this year. Yeah, he's going to so, probably want to go into arbitration. Yeah. <laughs> <continue>. so, <laughs> yeah. He's gone. So he's under contract. Next year, he's just a completely unrestricted free agent. So I hope that we can lock him up for something that he's happy with, that we can keep the Wagner Brothers entertainment together. Well, we can, like but we need some suggests. of that money that you would want to give to Mo Bamba that we talked about earlier. So I think that's one of those. Who do you want? Well, that's what – but then again, you know, we heard that Mo Bamba, going back to that conversation – bought in you know that's one of the reasons he did want to come back mm -hmm. so if he can buy in and we can you know sell that image let's have mosley and weltman they really need to sell this to the guys hey one less mill you're still going to be set for life let's do this here let's do this here man you've been here since the beginning sure let's grow it yeah well i don't know i mean that's a tough sell <laughs> you'd have to have a really good powerpoint presentation to talk me out of a million dollars i'll tell you that you wouldn't have to have a very good one to talk me out of a million dollars if the difference is between nine or ten million dollars, <laughs> personally. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. that's me. <laughs> I don't know. I've never dealt with numbers like that, so I can't. No, even me speak neither. That's why, in like, that situation. The minute millions was involved, I'd be like, "Where do I sign? Is there, <laughs> there going to be a check, or is it going to be one of those big checks? How do I deposit that? Where do I? Can I just? You going to give me an advance, or how's this work? Like." Can I go buy a Ferrari now? But they gonna let me in? Do I need ID? Do I need like one of those rich people cards that they'll let me go in? It's like I can afford things now. Yeah, you, I don't need, know how you need all that. I think I don't know. I'm not an expert either. <laughs> I, I mean, I figure I'm gonna pick this stuff up at some point. Now I make a lot of ice for Greenwich kids. Yeah. So I figure at some point, mm. you know, they're gonna explain how yeah. being rich works to me. Their wealthness and doucheness will rub. Right. Yeah. I'll pretend yeah. I'm one of them, and then just <laughs> I'll like. Wear some Westward Vines stuff and <laughs> try, to, vines. try to fit in with boat them. shoes. Yeah, oh, man. vineyard vines. You'll be good. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I, learn. I hate hanging out with fake people like that. But anyways, they're not fake. They're real. They mean it. Well, we got some real people coming in <laughs> in just a moment, ladies and gentlemen. For sure. Thank you so much for Some all your really. posts on social media roundup. Check in with us at court underscore cousins on both Twitter and Instagram. Make our jobs easier. If you see something funny or interesting, throw us an at on it. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll get on the show. All right. Yeah, that's true. I've seen it happen. Coming on the show next, though, Peach. Yes. Get excited. Six man. Luke and John. How many men? Well, just two. Oh. Yeah. Six man podcast. They're good. It's a big deal. I like them. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's have it. Now, Peach, it's a very special time. We're welcoming into the studio, the virtual studio, OGs themselves, Luke and Jonathan of the Six Man. Welcome, gentlemen. Wow, it's raucous in here today. Yeah, the, the live studios just loves you guys. Loves you. What's up, fellas? What's going on? How are you? Good, good. Better now. Better now that you're here. <laughs> <laughs> as we do anytime we have guests on the show we care Ooh. about you 
You're you're a part and an, an integral part of this Orlando Magic community, and we want to know how are you doing for the Chuma Are You OKK check in? How you doing, gentlemen? Doing pretty well. So the image that I chose for the Chuma Are You OKK um, segment here is uh, I think this was media day a couple of years ago, if I'm not mistaken. I forget. I think it might have been Cole Anthony or maybe Mo Bamba posted this picture of of Chuma, then Okiki, now OKK, mm-hmm. um, of him laying on the trainer's table wearing this uh, Akatsuki uh, headband from Naruto. And I chose this first because I just feel like everyone needs to see that image. I'm a big uh, anime fan and I love uh, Naruto. And yeah, it's just always awesome to feel like a shinobi. You know, feel really cool and, and, and sneaky and, uh, okay. you know, uh, capable. And our, uh, our right. Orlando Magic are being a little bit sneaky lately, proving mm. that they are capable in the NBA. It's been a lot of fun. Ooh, I like how you tied that in. I didn't I had no context, and now I feel like I do know a little bit of a Shinobi. I didn't even know how to pronounce those words when I've seen them. <laughs> well, we got we to gotta get you up on that for sure. Naruto? I'm trying to teach Naruto. Luke. It's Naruto. I Naruto? Naruto? Okay. Naruto. 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 Okay. But, you know, I'm white, so I just say Naruto. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah, to each their own. So, Luke, how are you doing, sir, for the Chumario KK check-in? I'm really glad to be a part of this, to (laughs) to be a part of the check-in, if I'm being honest. Yeah. At first, I was like, man, Chuma, he doesn't – there's not not too many, like, action shots of him getting super animated. Tell me about it. it. It's a little bit of a grind. So I had to go over to Chuma's Instagram and go back a little Mm. bit. And I, I found this one uh, here of him wearing like this red, like jacket, like suit jacket with uh, with some glasses, like the shades on, <laughs> and and with the headband and just smiling. And I, it just yeah. seems like just such a a pure innocent picture. And it's me right now. I fear. I, I just feel so so pure and innocent on this when we were on this win streak. <laughs> we we drop it the other the, you know the other night, but I still feel good, boys. Hell yeah. I still yeah. feel good because that's six wins we didn't have before. So yeah. I, I, I'm so glad that that you know we once had five total. Now we got eleven. Look at us. You know, who would have thought? So that that's my that's my my Chuma picture <laughs> for the uh Not the, me. are you okay? Yeah. Look at us. Uh, I, it's the first time they've had a win streak in the history of this show. Like yeah, longer than true. two. So like we don't know what to do. <laughs> We're all pure and innocent, just like Luke. Yeah, I wouldn't use those words to describe myself for probably over a decade now, but we'll have that. <laughs> well, we have the innocence, the youthful vigor, the sneakiness, the capability. Mm. Peach, I know you wanted to chit chat, but I just want to get right into it. Go into the go into it. <laughs> just do your thing. We are with these gentlemen here. Going to play a little starter backup in bench. So I will pre- be presenting to these gentlemen three or four items, mm-hmm. and they must rank them starter backup in bench from you know least to greatest. Yes, if you will. Um, if you're familiar with the game F Mary Kill, it is sort of like a, a clean version of that one. <laughs> so if you're you know, for new viewers who yeah. might be just tuning in, that's good. That's and how it, starter backup bench works. And the children in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Explain it to them. Nah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since we're having the six man podcast yeah, on Peach, sure. I thought we got we had to start with some six man questions. Yes. The only number that has been retired by the Orlando Magic. Yeah, from these guys. From, from Luke and John. From from apparently these guys. <laughs> so the most valuable six man, gentlemen. I'm gonna give you four. So one is gonna have to get brutally cut. Starter backup and bench. 
Who would you think is our most valuable six man? Is it Cole Anthony, Terrence Ross, Jalen Suggs, or Moritz Wagner? And and just a little context, this is not what you think will happen. This is what you feel, what you want in that innocent heart of yours, mm. that pure, capable shinobi heart. <laughs> <laughs> Have we gone off the rails already? Is that a thing? Do Shinobis have hearts? <laughs> so, so how, you boys just want you want me? To, I'll just go through it. All right. Yeah. And okay. So we won't take turns on who starters, right? We're just gonna go. I'll just go through it. Right. Yep. yep. Talk okay. us through it. So, my starter of these guys is the guy who has stepped up in the absence of Wendell Carter Jr. It is Moritz Wagner. Mm. He is my starter in this situation. Just because of of the value we know that Dell brings to this group, and then what Wagner has been able to do in his absence, you experience the win streak in his absence with Wagner playing pivotal minutes, doing incredible things. Um, always, you never have to question his heart either. And on top of that, mm. when he's balling, it's it's just the perfect recipe. So uh, my backup is Jalen Suggs. Uh, really, the the Chicago game just just skyrocketed him up my list in general. Interesting. I'm putting Jalen. I'm putting Jalen there. Okay. T Ross at, at my, as my bench. Uh, (laughs) Listen, listen, boys, this is a lot to do with, this is a lot to do with, you know, the, what you've done, right? So Wagner and the Mm -hmm. win streak Suggs wins the game against Chicago, Terrence Ross. He's just been available. I, and that's what it comes down to. (laughs) The best ability is availability. The best ability is availability. Wow. and I, I don't know, man. I just, and I'm, that leaves Cole Anthony. So in this instance, Cole Anthony is getting cut. I, I just feel like there's, there's a little bit of, of, of ball stopper niche, stopperish mm-hmm. things happening when mm-hmm. Cole has the ball pivotal moments. He's taken threes early in a shot clock that I feel like the ball could have been passed around a little bit. Um, I, I don't know really what it is with him. I, I know that he's, he's a certified chucker. He shoots 32% from three. And uh, Terrence Ross gets the nod ahead simply because of availability. And then Cole, he he can do his thing. And when he gets hot, it's fun. But when he is not hot, it is it is not fun at all. So <laughs> that he is he's getting cut. I love it. I am I am surprised at what I have uh, just heard here. Not entirely Same. surprised because you know we we've had our you know own uh, you know, separate uh, private conversations on on some of these players. What I will say, um, although I do understand the frustration with Cole Anthony, I'm not ready to give up all the way on Cole Anthony. And I do think that this role is his best path forward to being a really solid pro, um, being the sixth man. So for me, I'm going to go ahead and start Cole Anthony because I do understand the frustration. I understand the concern, but I do feel like we've talked for a couple of seasons now about how Cole is like what you would want in a six man. And if he can find a way to get anywhere near the level of play that we saw at the beginning of last season, um, then he's, he's perfect for that role. Mm. After that, I am going to go more. It's Wagner just because yes. he's been incredible as of late. Um, I don't know. And the reason I'm, I'm, he's like the six man backup for me. Because I don't know if he's like really suited to be your very first guy off the bench. Like you want to bring somebody in that's got some offensive firepower. Okay, he's going to get things going for that bench unit. Um, mm-hmm. But he's just been great. So like as of late, I was just talking to to Peach as we were kind of talking about 
obscure, you know, magic players and, you know, owning their jerseys and whatnot. He's got the Robin Lopez. <laughs> and I, I've got to say like Moritz Wagner is my next Jersey purchase. I, I'm really going to be looking to make that move pretty soon here. And he's just, he's ballsy, man. He's got moxie. Yes. He's got spunk. Yes. Um, he Indeed. just plays with such a, a tenacity and a chip on his shoulder. And even though I wouldn't classify him as a dirty player, he just gets underneath people's skin. And to me, that is so much fun. Yep. This is where you are going to be very surprised. Hmm. My bench is going to be Terrence Ross. And I will get to why in just a second, why I am cutting Jalen Suggs. Terrence Ross has just been so great in that role for so long. Uh, He may not be as consistent as he once was, but you've seen it a couple of times this season already. At any time, he can sub into the game get hot and, and just change the dynamic of a, of a quarter for you. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Peace. The reason I am cutting Jalen Suggs is because to me, he's a starter, a actual starter, not a six man. I'd like to see. Oh, I see what he did there for this team long-term. So that's why I would cut Jalen Suggs. Interesting. For my most valuable sixth man. He found a loophole, Pish. I thought this I shit see. was airtight. Well, you heard it here first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Six man show says we should cut Cole and Sucks. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the headline on this. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. That's the thumbnail. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, to your, a lot of people do have Moritz Wagner jerseys by accident, right? When we thought that Franz was the first jerseys pressed <laughs> for Franz or 21. So there's a lot of Moritz jerseys out there, more so than you might think. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Where where do you land on these? Are you feeling like the same I agree with Jonathan. Or? I agree okay. with Jonathan, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the easy way out, out like he did. Find that loophole okay. at the end. All right. My it. order is the same. I'm just Jalen's left out because of again we were talking about the best ability is availability. I'm a little worried about him. Right, that we he's had this ankle issue now. It's repeating. He is now the player in the dark that we've heard nothing about. That just kind of faded into the dark alleyway and will he ever come out we do not know i'm a little bit worried about that the guy goes a thousand miles an hour he's shown himself to be very capable when he's on the floor but that as yet has been a difficult feat for him so i'm going to respectfully leave him out of this and i have cole as my starter as well and the reason i like this is i think he's just he's got the most capability to do the things we need he's a dynamic ball handler and scorer has that punch off the bench. And the tertiary, the secondary reason that I like it is because I want to stagger Moritz a little bit more. Mm. I want Moritz coming in after, but Cole's going to get Franz. Franz going to come out, get a blow, have some rest. Moritz is going to go in, and then you have the Wagner brothers and the Deutschland playing more minutes together. So that's what I really want. You it know? is fun to watch them together, for sure. Yeah, and then Terrence Ross, just out of respect because I like his podcast. I don't know. I have not been super pleased with his minutes. I on one of our reactions, I said, you know, he I'd rather see those minutes going to Caleb Houston. And then what does he do in, in the Hawks game? I think he he dropped like ten in the first quarter or something on my head. So and then went respect, to Terrence. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, sir. You can be on the bench of my six man. Well, I, I agree with you guys on Moritz. I've got him as my starter. Cause when I'm thinking about a six man, to me, if I'm not thinking about your guys' podcast, <laughs> I'm thinking about this guy is so good. That if the guy on in that position goes down, yeah. he can fill in and we don't miss a beat. And right now he's showing that with Wendell out, he's stepped in and we've been winning. So it's kind of hard to ignore that right now. Otherwise, I would say Cole, who I have second here, 
because I feel like you do. Like he's scoring pop off the bench that we need, and and it's helpful. I have Suggs on the bench because I love when Suggs is good, but when Suggs is sporadic, it's it's just like, all right, bro, calm down. Like he hit that shot against the Bulls to win that game, but earlier in the game he made some dumb plays that like could have thrown that game away. So if he misses that shot at the end and he just goes rogue and takes it, I don't know if everybody feels the same way, (laughs) but not that it it all comes down to one shot. I mean, I love that he's got the dog in him and I feel like he's going to improve, which is why I I want him to be on the bench and get better. T Ross. I don't even really want him on the team anymore. I'm sick of watching him play. He bothers me. (laughs) I'm sorry. He just bothers me. I can't, he, his lack of defense is, 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 is just, so weird and then every once in a while he just gets hot for no reason and he doesn't hit open shots he has to be like super covered to hit them (laughs) that is true like if our team is going to level up we can't keep a guy in our roster because he has a pulse because he has a podcast because he's a veteran and he's been here for a long time or because he's a nice guy see also true mo kiki kk yeah so you you gotta get those guys out of the lineup and guys in that can produce or Get will improve to get better. And T Ross, he already hit his ceiling a while ago. He's a mid level player. And <sighs> wow, there's no room for him. For so, wow, can I can I add something here? Please, please, do. please I, like I, can't I, end on that, Luke. Help me. Okay, well, it's about Jalen Suggs, and I I think that that while I get frustrations with some decisions that he makes, Jalen Suggs leads the team in assists at five point four a game. Jalen Suggs leads the team in steals per game. Mm-hmm. Jalen Suggs is locking up defenders. Yeah. Uh, offensive players, I should say. I yeah. I just don't see how he gets cut from this. Oh, I don't cut how him. The turn I did tables. <laughs> Luke Sylvia. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I, I have, think that have, maybe you have turned a, a new leaf with Jalen Suggs that is <laughs> the so it's just delightful it's, to hear this. I have to tell you, <laughs> dude, I, I, I really, I was so much time. No, you guys don't know. I've spent so much time in our group chat arguing with Luke that Jalen Suggs is good. And the last like month and a half seeing this has just been the, the crowning achievement of my life. Wow. <laughs> He's blossoming right before your eyes, Jonathan. The biggest, yeah. the biggest Jalen suck that I didn't expect though. I didn't expect that he would lead us in assists. I don't think that will have be well, the way for long. We didn't have point guards for a while, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not that impressed with that one. But obviously, his steals are there. His defense yeah. is there. That's that alone would be a reason to put him over T. Ross and keep him on the squad. He plays defense. He can Anthony play both sides because he plays defense. Right. Yeah. Cole. Cole is not great on D for sure, mm-hmm. but Cole can just come in and at least he's a bucket. He can he can score. Yeah, and we he's need scoring off the bench. Time. So, what's he's that? A, he's a thirty-two percent from three bucket. Yeah, I just I you're just not wrong, that. Luke. He's 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 in spurts, and it is what it is. We'll see what happens. But yeah. at this point in time, man, I just I I can't justify Cole over Jalen to be honest. I statistically and and what he's been able to do this year, I I don't know. But it's better post game interviews? No, that doesn't count for anything. I thought if we're counting T Ross for having a podcast, you got to put something on that. Uh, that, that is a factor. I just couldn't dump on T Ross two days in a row, man. Two recordings in a row. Okay, I gave it to him last time. I had to give him something now. I can. I'm sure okay. he's a nice fella, but oh, we're talking great. about trying to win and, and and improve the squad here. So speaking of nice fellas, yep, I know three really nice fellas. Sure, Luke, Jonathan, and Kevin. Sure, also known as the Six Man Podcast. Yes. Now, we just ranked our most valuable six man. 
Now I want you to rank yourselves. <laughs> Who is the most Ooh. valuable six man starter back of a bench? Luke, Jonathan, or Kevin? Wow. Who's going first on this one? Did you Battle draw straws? Right most valuable is Kevin Tucker. I don't think okay. anybody would argue that. Kevin Tucker is, is definitely the most valuable six man uh, to the point where he didn't get off work the other night uh, after Luke and I were done recording until like 1 a.m. Mm. So I had to take a nap, set my alarm for 2 a.m. because Kevin handles the video. I usually upload all like the audio stuff, but like without Kevin, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that just doesn't happen. And, um, he covers up a lot of our mistakes in, uh, in post-production that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, dude just grinds and, uh, we, we really, really love him. This is where I'm split back up. Um, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get a little bit mushy here. It is the holiday season. Yes. Uh, my, my backup is going to be Luke Sylvia, uh, because, uh, without, without Kevin, without Luke, um, I really couldn't do the show uh, a couple of years ago around this time. Actually, Luke, is it, is it three years ago now? Like around this time, I joined in 2020 of like March, yeah. March of 2020. So it's so almost been three years. Around wow. this time, three years ago, um, my original co-host left the show. So I was doing the show by myself for a hot minute. A la Philip Rossman Reich. If you guys have ever done that, oh, yeah. it's not an easy thing to do. Yes, no. it's and, not. Um, yeah. I found the perfect co-host at the, at the right time with my boy Luke here. And then, uh, you know, Jonathan sucks, so he's going to be on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll go through this. I'll make it a little bit quick here. I'm, I'm starting Jonathan because without Jonathan, there's no six-man show. I think this is a very fairly feasible start, in, in, mm -hmm. in my opinion. <laughs> I'm, Kevin Tucker is is right behind him though. Right? Yeah. Kevin Tucker is challenging Jonathan for minutes. Like Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's insane. Yeah, and, and we all know that. Like, Truly. oh yeah, like like Jonathan said about Kevin, he's he's always doing whatever it takes at any hour of the day. The man sleeps maybe an hour a night. Wow. Um, and and Jonathan is equally insane. I would say Jonathan is is up. Jonathan will like make sure the YouTube video publishes at 2 a.m. Like they, they, they're both nuts. They're, they're crazy. <laughs> they're a crazy duo. I won't lie to you. I, and I'm, I'm cutting myself here or benching myself, whatever it is. Yeah, cutting you're, at this no, point. you're still on the team. So you're still on the squad. I'm, dude, still on the yeah. team. I'm just riding the pine. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. RJ Hampton and I'm about to <laughs> go to the G league. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that is not a knock on RJ. Hampton. No, he's, Nobody he's handling it way. professionally. Yeah. Nobody Respect. It that way. I, it, but, um, no, for me, I'm, I'm the guy on the group project who like does the least amount of work, but I still get a hundred. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I, I show up, I, I record, I say, you guys need anything. If you do, you know where to find me. And then I'm in bed and these guys are up for another like four or five hours. So Ooh. they're, they're truly in it just nutty. And, um, I just show up, I talk for a few minutes and then I'm out. So I'll, I'll, I'll put myself right in the pine. Okay. Very humble. I expected, I, I, I thought that was coming. No, That's I'm good to hear. I'm completely serious. Yeah. Jonathan's my Jonathan really should have put himself on the, <laughs> on the bench there. But, uh, but yeah, no, for sure. All right. So, so the same three of you now I've got the same question with your basketball skills. Can any of you actually hoop? We don't, we don't know. I you, like to think I'm. Have I'm you guys never played nice for an average with Joe? But, but okay. no, I mean, Luke for the longest time lived in the cornfields of Nebraska. True. Oh, Kevin lives in, in Savannah, Georgia. You know, I've been near like the Tampa area. Luke and I are, are a little bit closer now. 
Um, but no, that is one thing we have yet to do. Interesting. Um, my understanding is I, I think Luke and I are probably pretty close from the stories that we've shared. Kevin will let I'm you know. I'm the greatest like, player in the world from the stories that I share. The stories, the stories are what you make them. So like, I don't know. Well, I was honest much. with my stories. I don't know. I don't know about you. I can't, I can't speak for you. But Kevin has very much made it clear. He's like a hustle and rebound kind of guy. Okay. He, he's, he's a key You need we, those kind of guys. Yeah. Kevin is the Moritz Wagner, I think. Sorry. Okay. Oh, we're doing player you know. comparisons. This is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That well, that was really just to get some props for Kevin Tucker. Yeah. Well, that, I'm glad know, he got some props. Yeah. I also was curious about their basketball skills. It would be cool to like get a bunch of the community together for a game at some point. Yeah. So I'm just throwing we're, it out. Trying to orchestrate that. Um, it's it's difficult. When we were at Media Day this year, we were hearing all these awesome stories of during the 2009 Finals. Like Dan Savage uh, was playing basketball with like Chris Broussard and like you know, some of the other guys from like ESPN, they had like media runs yeah. like, well, what, well, what the heck? Like, yeah. We, let's, let's yeah. get it going. And we've had, you know, some, some fleeting conversations about that over the, the couple of months, but I, I would, I would love, absolutely love to do that sometime. Dude, let awesome. it, the court cousins will fly down. We got full do. unis. We're ready to go. Yeah. Even if we I can't like play it. and we're stuck on the bench in this scenario, I will, videotape it and i will cover it i will vlog it if you guys are flying you, you gotta you gotta put in some minutes you gotta put in peach, some minutes. i, I nice. have to ask you peach yeah uh you're how tall are you six four yeah so i knew it you're a large man yes you, like by the average american height like you're a large man yes are you are you absolutely just bodying dudes in the post uh well yeah in vermont when you're six four you're a center <laughs> so I grew up with a lot of post moves, a lot of power forward game, uh, very Horace Grant like. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you can tell by the old man segments. Not a fantastic shooter, but a no. uh, scrappy guy that's going to rebound and play D. Oh yeah, you'll box out, follow shots. Yep. Make but then the problem here. is, once I got to playing against other guys who were centers and they're six eight, six nine, six ten. I was like, go so oh hot. wait, this is not good. Yeah, I should have been the guard. If we're doing almost. reverse comparisons. Your reverse comparison is Mo Bamba. That's what you're telling me. Oh, oh, that, Luke, that's I, a I would do blow. more with Mo Bamba's <laughs> frame than Mo Bamba does. Well, he's doing although more not lately. He's, he's been doing. He's well doing lately. more big man shit. We're proud of him. We're proud of Mo. Mo's probably a better shooter than I am. No, for sure. That's why I said you said you can't shoot. He can shoot. You said oh, that you were so in the reverse. post. He's not in the post. Oh, okay. He's, he's, he's missing. He's you in the upside down world. Okay, I see. Yeah, right. I see this comparison. Reverse comparison. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you know what? You're right. He's got a lot, he's got a good head of hair. Uh, you're bald. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, I think you're onto something here. Okay. All right. We got to get Panini to make those cards. <laughs> they yeah. always make the cards where players are compared that are alike, but they never do ones where they're not alike. <laughs> it's a new concept. Yeah. All right. So um, this one wasn't on on the the sheet that we sent you over, but it's too fun not to do. Yeah, I have to do it real quick, and we'll see what happens. Um. You you guys have babies. Uh, I don't have a baby, as my girlfriend likes to remind me frequently. Ooh, um, but up. I want to know who is the biggest baby that we've played against. Starter, backup, and bench. Trey Trey, what's his name? Young. That's the one. Trey Young, Luka Doncic, or Al Horford. Or if you can think of a bigger one that's not named, throw it in. Hmm. Uh, do you want to go first, Jonathan, or do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, biggest baby 
it's it's Luca for me. Yeah, Luca is just okay. notably a huge baby, and especially <laughs> when he, like when he plays the Magic when he's playing your team, you see it. It's every call. The kid's yeah. amazing. Like he's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But but he is the biggest baby to me. Um, actually, can I get a late substitution here for biggest baby? We yes, we'll give it to him. Okay, all right. Late substitution here, Eddie House. Okay, oh. <laughs> that's the biggest baby right there. He uh, he's a baby. He's the biggest baby. I, I listen, man. He is just. <laughs> we went on a rant on our most recent episode. Okay, check it out. Plug. If, if yeah, I well, you know, I don't want to reiterate here, but but essentially, Eddie House. I could go on for hours and hours. He talked about how you know the city of Orlando is the, the fan base is classless and all of these things. They wouldn't say this to my face coming to me on social media like yes. that. Eddie House wouldn't say it to Paolo Bancaro's face. I promise you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eddie House wouldn't call the magic garbage to his face. So it's yeah. just like, Eddie, what? Are, why are we being a hypocrite, bud? Right. It just doesn't make sense. And then he flashes his rings and his jersey, and it's like you averaged two and a half points in the postseason. When do you guys won that ring? So I, I don't want to hear about it. Talk about the guy doing the least amount of work on the group project and getting 100%. Hey, so that, one Eddie House, one. number number one biggest baby, and then if I just want to list the rest of this list, it, the rest of it doesn't even matter at this point for me. Luka, <laughs> Trey, and then Al Horford, he he's a Gator. I have a, a soft spot for him, uh, even though he was you know arguing his ejection, whatever. It, it is what it is. But yeah, that that's my order. Hmm. Right, that's. Are you in agreement, Jonathan? No, it, for me, it's it's a little bit different. I, I feel like I've said my my piece on on Eddie House. I, I, okay, I'm, that's in I'm the past for you. Of, of hearing and seeing, you know, seeing his green screen and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Uh, for me, the biggest baby, and maybe this is just recency bias because we played them last night, but it's Trey Young. Mm. Like Luca, Luca is a massive baby, and then it, it kills me that he just cries and cries and cries after every play. <laughs> but at times, because he is, you know, very physically imposing as a point guard. I feel like it sometimes it's warranted with Trey Young. You can't you can't even breathe on the kid because oh he's so God. tiny, he's so slight. If if you look the wrong way at him, it's a it's a foul and he's at the free throw line. He's not a kid that is ever looking for any kind of contact, but just still finds a way to cry after every single play the entire game. Uh after that it would probably be Luca for me because of some of the reasons that I, I mentioned a moment ago. And the 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 bench for me is going to be Al Horford because Al Horford, even though it was incredibly dirty, at least he had the balls to elbow Mo in the balls. <laughs> he tried to do something about it Bold. other you did there. than Bold. just cry. Right. My mm. honorable mention, however, is mm. Nick Nurse. I've never seen a oh. coach complain and cry yes. after every single possession, offensive and defensive. It's like every time mm-hmm. the ref passes him coming or going, He's got something to cry and complain about. <laughs> I've never seen a, a more, I'm sure he's a great guy personally, but his demeanor as he's coaching his team, I've never seen a more unlikable coach in my 29 years on this planet. That's a good poll. I had noticed when we were playing and that. While we're in there, screw Kyle Lowry too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cue up the Mortal Kombat. Finish him before he says that line. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. I, are we going to weigh in on this one? I, I would agree. <laughs> I agree with these guys. I, I think, I said was I think my number one is Luca. I never seen yeah. someone jump up and down like a petulant child, literally slapping right. his thighs, 
to not get a call. That was crazy. I couldn't tell if I was watching a basketball game or like a hardcore porno as much as Trey was moaning and freaking groaning every time he got hit as he was. Ah, oh, 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 my God. Ah. It was every single freaking play. I know. You heard the, you heard me watching the game the other day, and you were like, is that guy just watching porn <laughs> up there? Like, and it's just, no, turn it's, it down. It's just Trey Young's. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I mean Al Horford. I don't know. He, he's not a baby. I don't think. I think he just no. made a a bonehead. No, I usually think of him move. as kind of a man. You know, like, yeah. I wouldn't fuck with Al Horford respectfully either. Yeah. So this was two. This was two Rams just going bam, just coming <laughs> together. But like, I want to know what was said. I feel like something must have been said to spark that elbow because it seemed kind of out of the blue. Will Moritz ever tell us what went down? I'd, well, that, Al Horford. If you guys get a face to face with Moritz. That would be my first question. <laughs> What'd you well, say I, to Al? Would, would be he was just doing what he does every night. Yeah. I don't feel like he was doing anything out of the ordinary, just being Moritz Wagner, and that's why other teams hate him and and we love him. Right. And speaking of Kyle Lowry, he must have done something incredibly egregious. Just now as we're recording, I think he heard me mention him. He's like, I have to do a dirtbag thing because my brother-in-law <laughs> just texted me, Kyle Lowry's a dirtbag. So he oh, must have done something crazy. Look at that. Right on cue. Breaking scumbags news. Can't help but be scumbags. <laughs> dirt bag is going to dirt bag. Yep. That's what the saying is. All right. This is the holiday episode. Peach, you have your toque on. I've got my holiday magic sweater on. This toque isn't really at all. Holiday I'm feeling related, good. But, but cool. it's a toque. It's a wintery thing. Sure. Okay. Can I live? Can I breathe? Jesus Christ over here. <laughs> Every fucking word I say. Anyway, uh, it's it's the holiday episode, as I was said. Family love, right? Yeah. And um, at the holiday, sometimes you might play a little prank on someone, put some coal in their stocking for being a bad boy. Mm. Well, you know, Not Cole Anthony, by the way. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Cole Although Anthony. Although he would fit into Cole. most normal stockings. So who is getting your coal this Christmas season? I'm giving you three things. They're not all people. NBA fun. League Pass, mm. Dylan Murphy, who's our assistant coach who handles replays, or the City Edition jerseys. Starter back up a bench. Dylan Murphy also leads the team in five head. If you're keeping <laughs> Damn, track of those man. stats. I know, nothing I know to you. you've you know, had some stuff with the hair. I'm starting to have you know the receding hairline. The hair jokes, they, they hit different these days with me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can definitely spot, if you're like up in the nosebleeds, like sitting behind the Magic's bench, you can spot Dylan Murphy from a mile away. You just look for that bald spot. And th there he is. Just Dylan. let it go, man. Shave it Dylan. off. Join the club. Re don't review. <laughs> don't challenge, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. For me, who's getting the coal? My my starter, um, uh, NBA League Pass. Finish NBA League that. Pass just sucks. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a, a favorite, uh, you know, producer of, of a podcast that, you know, I, I, I frequent from time to time. He'll go unnamed. He and I go back and forth about League Pass all the time because he's used League Pass religiously for years and years and years, you know, um, since he hasn't lived in Orlando. And to me, it's like outside of the app on your phone, it doesn't work for anything. If I try to watch it on my on my PlayStation, if I try to log in from my my computer, from my PC here. Oh, man. Even NBA League Pass support can't figure out what's wrong with my account and why I can't log in. From Google freaking Chrome. If I try to watch League Pass Preaching on the Apple choir. TV, one of the best-selling streaming devices in all of the earth. Amen. They can't get it to work on an Apple TV. And if you Google League Pass on any given night, it's not, I love League Pass so much. Thank <laughs> God for League Pass. It's League Pass sucks. League Preach. Pass is garbage. 
League Pass doesn't work. Preach. You're a multi-billion dollar company. Figure it the hell out. Yes. yes. <laughs> We're just trying to give you our money and watch the games. And yes. you're happy to take our money. You don't let us watch the games, League Pass. <sighs> I'm never going to tweet at them again. I do it all the time, but I'm just going to try to. I'm just going to try to cut this. this rant We're going to cut this and just send it. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's so a number of problems starter. every time. Um, okay. My backup is going to be Dylan Murphy. Uh, mm. We all feel like there could have been more challenges. I feel like they're changing the challenge rules from year to year now. I don't even feel like I'm totally clear on them. Mm-hmm. Last night, the Paolo Bancaro foul on DeJounte Murray yeah. was absolutely a foul. Got a little bit too close. Mm-hmm. You can't but challenge it. You were able to challenge in that in that moment you got to give up the challenge. Now, I don't know what's changed. They, like I said, they change it every year, what you can and cannot challenge in the last two minutes. Certain things have to go to a, a review now. Mm. Um, I know Dylan's been catching a, a lot of flack from Magic fans, but I do feel like most of the time when he hits that buzzer, we win that challenge. So he, he doesn't use it as much as I would like, um, but when he does, he's, he's pretty efficient. So mm. I, I give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and then, Who's getting the coal? My bench is going to be the city edition jerseys because I actually like them. I, I think it's a, a little bit of a, a nice twist. Everybody complains that our jerseys are are so boring or, or they're not great. Last year's I thought were absolutely terrible. If you all feel differently, feel free to, but I thought they were terrible. Um, I like the font, you know, leaning into that kind of medieval is, you know, the, uh, the yeah. kingdom on the rise, you know, that catchphrase. If we're not going to mm-hmm. lean into the magic or the the magic kingdom or whatever, why are we named the magic? We're just a, a team that has blue and white and, and okay. silver mm-hmm. with a star in the logo. If you're not going to lean into the name, right. you're you're just what the Orlando stars or Orlando <laughs> basketball logo, whatever yeah. you want to be. Big so night, this I guy. I really like it. I don't love the navy blue. I will say that. Uh, yeah. Overall, I really like them, and I love the city edition court. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, it is kind of weird that we've got this far without ever seeing an an overturned hat with like a bunny coming out of it. Right. Like, <laughs> let's be blessed that we haven't got to that point. Hey, the more, the better to me. Let let's get cheesy. More magic. You want? Yeah. More kingdoms. We need castles. We need cavalry. Are we? We need wizards. If we're doing a kingdom right. thing, and they had the dark blue, because that's my biggest beef with it. Yeah. Why didn't they choose yeah. stuffs green and just get weird with it? You know, or fair. I don't know. Hey, yeah, the dust as much sense as the navy blue. So where is the kingdom jersey? Why don't you go next, Peach, and then we'll kick it to Luke. Oh, okay. Whoa, yeah. you're throwing me a throwing me a curveball. Well, there. you're talking about the jerseys already. Where is it for you? Is it? Is it it's, gonna be un- it's number one for me because you know me. I'm a big jersey guy. He's Look, a big, I have a, a bunch of these, guy. and these are bland as shit, right? <laughs> so I got these, but like I'm not going to be getting one of those until they like fix it. But I do like the idea of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It, the dark blue yes. really is what bumps me. Like I just had an argument with my bosses today, as a matter of fact, because we have gear that's black and blue, and they expect us to wear it together. And I'm like, nope, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I'm out of uniform. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I got standards. This guy's he's a big matcher. This so guy. N- next for me would be the uh, NBA League Pass. It's just upsetting how many issues there are with it. Oh. I do get it to work on my old laptop on... <laughs> Edge, Microsoft Edge, and it works perfectly. VCR, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, gotta... that's about it. But like, you have to like hold it just so, and make sure you get the right angle. Otherwise, it doesn't work well. But I miss seeing the in arena stuff. And now lately, we've been getting sided with commercials, and that, that's what's pissing me off. That's ridiculous because we pay for the service. You pay for the service, <laughs> and I get to watch it. So <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> and then last would be Dylan Murphy. Yeah, I'm not wild about 
how often they're using these replays or why they're not. Mm. Uh, I know that like last night I wouldn't have challenged that because they wanted to keep their timeout. And then if they lose it, they lose, you know, they lose the timeout. So right. we don't get to draw some sort of attempt in that last. Can't advance the ball. But I, I, yeah, there's a lot of times when they like don't do anything and like you'll see a play and it's like, I, I think maybe they should look at it. It doesn't even look like he's moving, right? <laughs> like he's just sitting there and it's like, could you at least make it look like you're looking at it or someone's talking to you? Like grab he, the ear and be like, be okay, they're, they're talking. Yeah, just, just, just if they've labeled you as this guy and it's not going fantastic and it's been questioned. So just make it look like you're doing something. <laughs> little effort. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, Dylan. Sit next to Moritz on the bench. He'll show you how to put a little of that dog in there. Jalen Suggs doesn't do anything. Have him help you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Luke? What's your starter back of a bench? Who's getting the call? All right. So the Dylan Murphy's getting the call. <laughs> like Jonathan said, he he is somewhat efficient. But also, as he alluded to, he just doesn't use it very much. I get it. Situationally, you don't want to lose that timeout, whatever it might be. But you've got it in front of you. Let's just cycle that thing back and let's take a look. Like Peach said, it doesn't even look sometimes like he's doing much. So give me, and the reason that it's not even that I'm super upset about Dylan Murphy. It's yeah, just that yeah. the other two on the list, I don't have an issue with. I don't use, I don't use league pass. Oh, okay. So, mm. so that's lucky you that, that's, rub it in. Well, I'm listen. Uh, if, if the authorities are, are listening or watching, I'm not a stream guy, <laughs> um, but uh, I just only watch the magic. <laughs> Um, and I get it with uh, Bally. Anyway, um, and then the City Edition jersey. Um, listen, guys, I'm wearing it right now. All right, I'm wearing it right now. It looks good on you. The, the, I appreciate that. The, the one thing that oh, one. Uh, okay, here's another thing. I really appreciate. It's a total sidebar that we have this Disney logo that that is good on any jersey. Agreed. Yeah, you can put it on any jersey. Mm-hmm. Was it OKC? They have like the ugliest. Is it oh, loves. loves or something loves. like? Yeah, that? loves. They got that, hearts that all logo over it. Yeah. Is awful. Well, it's like, meant for a truck stop. Out of that. So, they, yeah. Yeah. They got to get out of it because their jerseys, they literally can look bad because of the patch, because of mm. the logo. Anyway, so that kudos to to the Magic and Disney for, for doing that and having such a neutral logo. And then my other issue with the jersey at first, my issue with the jersey, I should say, was the font. The font reminded me of like New Orleans. Yeah. And and when yeah. we saw it, that's what it reminded me of right off the bat. That was right. my biggest qualm about it. Yeah. But then once they rolled out the video and they did the Kingdom on the Rise thing, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Um I can I can appreciate it. Jonathan, that was like his point too, was like, no, it, they're leading into the magic and all this stuff. I was like, all right, I I'll get on board. So, but now it's really grown on me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen it out and about. I have my own. You see it on the players. It's just, it's, it's not bad to me. The Navy, it's okay because it's not orange. It's, it's, <laughs> it's getting the benefit. It's getting the benefit because it came after a terrible jersey. And it's wow, so color. much orange slander today. Yeah. I didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah, I feel a little, <laughs> I feel a little insulted with the, I can't get out. Can of I it. quickly ask, was that the best orange jersey we had last year of the three? In your opinion, to me, it was not. It was not. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't the worst. I I do think the first orange jersey that we had was the worst. Like yes. just the the gray and then the ORL across. Yep. Like that one sucked. Orla. And like the white no, jersey the white with the oh. orange to me was it was it was really nice. Better. Okay. All right. 
just just judging to see where you're at on orange. I selected my football team as a youth purely based on the fact that they wore orange, and that's why I like the Denver Broncos. <laughs> orange itself, I don't hate, but uh, I just, uh, man, I don't think they got it right. Thanks for walking right. that back. It makes me feel better. I appreciate that. <laughs> Are we talking about your hair? Yeah, well, yes. and, or my pubes. Oh, dude, I, I mean, whatever you want. We could, awesome. we could talk about all of it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Did you want to check in with your uh, who's getting the coal here? Well, the, the, one who's the, not the league in? pass is getting the coal for me. Uh, yeah, I am so freaking infuriated with this product right now. I'm paying. I didn't. There was no ads before. They just threw those in. Why am I paying for the service? I'm paying like 200 bucks a year. I thought that meant no ads. When I try to oftentimes I'll try to watch the game a little behind, uh, um, behind so yes. that I don't have to watch commercials and they have no option to just click into it and start from beginning. It it should be so easy, but I click into it and I can't tell you how many freaking times I've seen the score in the second or third quarter when I'm just trying to not watch commercials. Yep. Yep. And that is so freaking I've been there. One of us usually has to look. See yeah, the I'm score, like, look away. And... I, I'm trying to just look out of my peripheral, not actually look at the bottom of the screen. Don't look. See, on the computer, they do allow you to block the things, but on the. Infuriating. On the, in Infuriating. The app, um, next I'll put the city edition jerseys. Um, I don't love them, but I, I do love where they're going with it. As you guys said, mm-hmm. I think if they just brought that Navy blue and made it our classic, yeah, kind I think of I'd be more, more Royal lighter blue, I'd be more on board with it. So you could see it, but I do love the concept total, you know, nerd Lord of the Rings. Let's go dragon fuckers. That, that, um, series, you know what I'm talking about? Sure. Um, yeah. I'm into that. You know, <laughs> so so I'm with it. I'm with all that stuff. Oh, That's gonna so, be good. Close your ears, bro. Close your ears. <laughs> and then we're gonna beep this out in post. Yeah, D- Dylan Murphy. I mean, I don't want to pile on the guy. He's been getting better. We've won a couple lately, so you know, maybe much like the whole team, he's a kingdom on the rise. You know, maybe he's a knight on the rise. <laughs> so. See if now, as far as I know, the only thing I've heard attached to Dylan Murphy is this. If you could tell me that he was also like the hydration general (laughs) and and he like puts together the Gatorade or something, then that's cool. Maybe he's busy doing that other stuff and he can't think about, oh, we switched out. Ah, Sorry, I was busy doing all these other things, but I I haven't heard what the other things are. Yeah, well, that would be helpful. Maybe mostly can clarify. This is probably some of the information the magic doesn't want to share. In in like practice and, and like game planning. Um, I hope he's not just like at practice, like with a tablet, like you want me to challenge that last call? Like, no, but, or maybe he should be, <laughs> he should practice too. <laughs> he should practice doing that. Yeah, maybe you got a good point. What do I want to say? I want to say something nice and heartfelt to these guys. Okay. They, they took the time out of their day. You know, they got families, right? They're the real OGs. I've been listening and watching their stuff for a while. Sure. They're always inspiring us right, to keep absolutely. doing better. Yeah, They like host events in person so magic people can make connections and make real genuine friendships. Right. I just can't think about the right way to like tell them all that. You just did it. Oh, guys, <laughs> it's been such a pleasure to have you on, man. You, you guys rock. I'm so grateful for everything you do for the community, for everything you've done for us. That's not talked about, but... These guys have always extended an olive branch and, and asked if we needed help and, and been a support. So it really means the world to us to, to come into this magic community and to be greeted by gentlemen such as yourselves. So thank you so much. And, and thanks for being on the show. Yeah, guys. the magic together hashtag like really comes through you know, when you see especially this podcast community, which I thought was going to be small when we started this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a lot bigger than I thought. But you guys are, are 
two of the kingpins that kind of lead the fray. And it's been yes. cool to watch you guys grow as you've been going on. And I can, one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about today is you've I've seen just in the short time I've been watching, like the past year or so, things have really taken off for you. What what was your favorite takeoff moment? Like you've you know been to media day and you've done a show live at the arena. Like which moment was it that really for you was like holy crap. That's a good seems question. Like there's so many. Is this another starter back of a bench? It can be if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, first thing that I like to say is you're making you're making us blush. Um, mm. We really really appreciate you know the the, the kind words. Um, we just really love like what we're doing, and ultimately we just like really love being a part of the community, and it's a lot of fun. I always just tell people like like yeah, we get the chance to do some really crazy stuff that I never would have dreamed is possible. But I just love the team and our fans so much. I'm just really happy to be along for the ride. And, um, yeah. and you guys are also like a big part of the magic community and especially like the magic podcast community. You guys do a fantastic job. You guys are absolutely hilarious. You guys, um, I, I don't want to say like um, the, the content itself has improved. Not that it hasn't. But you guys <laughs> were always great. But it's just like you guys are always like upping the ante on your show. And it, it, it's really been a, a lot of fun to, to follow and, uh, you know, really, really impressive. So, you know, you guys say nice things about us. I wanted to say some nice things about oh, you. Thank um, you. I would say sure. my like it, it's kind of um, like I, I can't separate just the draft season like in its totality um, because it was like we set up the draft party like we did in the 2021 season where we ended up with the fifth and eighth pick. Everyone was pissed off. It's like, Oh, this draft party sucks. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so we're like, all right, we got it. We have the best odds again. Like we, we got to try to run this back. So we just set that up. We just wanted to run it back and, and, and do what we did the year before. And somehow the magic got wind of what we were doing and them kind of wanting to be a part of that. We were like, mm. Oh my, like, like, are you serious? Like, are you, are you sure about this? Like you guys really want to put your name on, on what we're about to do here. Wow. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that's and awesome, then man. just the, uh, jubilation, like the, the sheer joy of winning the number one overall pick, it just made it one of the, the best nights of my life. And then the draft drafting the number one overall pick recording at Amway. And then like, just by luck getting Jalen Suggs on the show that night. Like, I don't know that that was crazy will ever be able to, to top that. Yeah. And you know, I don't say that to like brag or anything. Like I know how fortunate, like Luke and I, we've gotten to do things that most magic fans would kill to be able to do. Mm. And we will never take that kind of stuff for granted. Um, so that's why it is such a big deal for us that week in and week out when people want to listen and, and talk about their team, we're there like consistently we're giving it our all we're doing the best job that we can uh because like it, it just means the world to us and it's it's so much fun honestly mm. amazing um, that, that was i was yeah. so jealous i wasn't at that party i'm sorry luke i no that looked freaking amazing thank you guys for doing that that was awesome what about yeah, you, Luke? That, that's, that's that depends on what happens the rest of the way here. We might have another <laughs> one. So, uh, you know, I, find I out for the next one. I, I told Jonathan that a couple of weeks ago. I was like, man, I really hope that we don't have to do another lottery party this year. Not for the sake of like, the, the party itself is a lot of fun. Yeah. I just really don't know if I can take another like leading up to that moment. I just and, and getting to that night 
and it, it's just, I couldn't do it. So well, I don't want to ruin the vibe here, but you can still do it for the Bulls picks. You know? <laughs> oh, that's true. We don't want it to be that's in the top true. four, right? Oh, so that is very true. <laughs> yeah. Start planning now. <laughs> we might. We might be able to. Something. We'd do something. Man, that's a good idea. Um, no, so I, now that Jonathan pretty much took up all of the great takeoff moments, um, <laughs> I, I think I think for me, it is it has been um, the relationship with with players is mm. the craziest thing to me. Mm. Like these guys that like you know you grow up like idolizing these players on your favorite team, and then to have interactions with them, whether it be like you know, personal or on a podcast, right. it's crazy to me. Like that stuff is nuts. Jonathan out, you know, obviously talking about Jalen Suggs and getting him on the show, like just the players trusting us yeah, it, it, to, enough to come on the show. They know about the show. Terrence Ross on media day posting a boomerang, I think, or maybe a video. I can't remember oh, yeah. with Jonathan in the background and just tagging at six man show. We hadn't even had Terrence on the podcast. Right. Wow. And, and, and so something like that, I was like, man, that just insane to me that, that they trust us enough to put like their likeness and and their themselves intertwined with, with our show and, and to be there. It's just truly, it's, it's crazy to me. Oh, well, I live that's vicariously through you guys. Whenever I see you with one of them, we're always like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to drop less F bombs. <laughs> <laughs> they might they might like Never that more. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, no, All right, I'll try to like that more. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you soon. Everyone, make sure to check out Six Man Podcast. I'm sure you already are. All the socials. If you're not, what are you doing? Are you even a fan? No. No, bro. No, they're that would be a casual piece. That's yeah. what kids say now. Uber casual. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, Peach. Now we are going into the Court Cousins Championship. We do four wagers, two each, every single episode. After two episodes, we decide who gets to keep that beautiful belt for the next month. We'll run down our our wagers from last round, sir. Mm -hmm. Peach, you had follow that shot out rebounding opponents you set the line at two and a half games i was pessimistic after that in that losing streak man and i took the under thankfully we rebounded well how many of those did we win um i believe it was five five, five of, of seven. seven i was gonna say after the Hell first three yeah. games i had this one and i was like yes <laughs> i then set a moritz line um of 10 and a half points. You took the under. You had no faith in Wagner. You thought Wendell was coming back. Yeah, it wasn't not faith in Moritz. Right. It was I thought Wendell would be back and then his he'd have reduced minutes and therefore put up some less points. But Okay. But he did and I so I won that. He's been playing great. Totally fine. Um X marks the spot. Saul for X 21.5 points and assist. I thought that was a little high. I took the under. It did end up being a little little high, unfortunately. Yeah, he ended up with 18.9. Um, yeah. He only had 14 in that last game, which really killed yeah, him. Yeah, that's what was I was talking about. Before, but, Not as electric yeah. as he can be. There's still more current to be had with that man. I was trying to play off your love for Fultz with that one. I thought for yeah. sure you'd, you'd bet a, on his over, and I would just cruise to a low victory. So it didn't work out. You didn't lure me. Let's see if you can tonight. And then the last one from last episode, Paulo... Um, 20 point games. Well, he averaged 20. Sorry. And he did. Thankfully you won that one. 22.1. He had over the stretch. He nice. had, he had 17.8 going in, which is why you 
then right. said, can he average at least 20? Made sense at the time. Yeah. Put up three 20s back to back, by the way, and we got to, to be the subject of a, is this anything? <laughs> it was a, re- a really weird one, but it is weird. He scored 20 consecutively, three straight games. But yeah, I felt pretty good about that. He's definitely becoming our number one scoring option for a reason. And even on a bad night, he puts up 20. So I yep. felt comfortable with that one. So two to two. It is comfortable. You won't get that line again. That's for sure. No, I won't. All right. So we're going in two to two, but I do have to take three to one because Peach has the belt. And if it's a tie, the champ retains. So first one, we were talking to, to Matt Bell, our one of our Patreons on a Zoom call just a moment ago. And we were talking about Bull Bull and we're just not sure which bowl we're going to get on any given night. He can go off and have a really good game, or he can be kind of quiet and look a little disjointed at times. Mm-hmm. So I'm well, he always looks go, disjointed. <laughs> well, that, it's a whole different conversation. I'm going to go with 10-point games for bowl in the next, well, we got six games. These are winnable games for San Antonio, Lakers, the Pistons, the Wizards, the Thunder, and the Grizzlies. So out of those six games, how many uh, 10 point games over under 2.5 games, sir? Over. Okay. Said with confidence. I like it and I hope I'm wrong. I would, you know, but I didn't know where to set that. Three and a half. I don't think I would have got you at the over. So maybe not. I'm banking on three of those six. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what so, I felt too. So we'll see. Yep. Taking, I feel good about it. All right. All right. So this one you're going to love. Okay. And I did this for you. Thank you. Because you're thoughtful. I've got some stats for you. Oh, yes. In the last eight games, Mm -hmm. the Magic have averaged 116 points per game. Yes. Which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. For the season right now, after 33 games, as of when we record, we are at 109.6 per game. That is the highest win total since the 90s win total you mean uh, offensive rating points oh points points i don't deal with offensive rating in any of these bullshit you said win stats. total so you just i know but i i, I messed All up right, points so in 89 90 the first season they ended the season scoring 110.9 points a game okay and then that same mark 110.9 in 94 95 those are the two highest for an orlando magic team ever in the history of the team and right now we're at 109.6 for the season. So we're within striking distance of a franchise record. Yeah. And in the last eight, we're way over that. Yeah. So I say to ye, sir, mm-hmm. in this set of next six games, mm-hmm. how many points per game are the Orlando Magic going to score? I'm going to set the line mm-hmm. a little lower than this last set, set of eight because okay. I feel like this is was a, was a, was a very healthy month. Yeah. But I'm going to also set a little lower than our current line i'm gonna set it at 107 107 points per game in the next six and what were we in the last in the last eight we had 116 for the season we're at 109.6 okay i'm gonna take the over just taking the over we got we got some winnable games here um and we've got a scorer that you just said in paulo bancaro who can give you 20 on a bad night Wendell coming back. Let's go. Score some buckets. All right. So feel good about it. I I told you potential assists were coming back, ladies and gentlemen, and here they are. So Markel Fultz's assist numbers have been a little lower than I would like. It led me to check on his potential assists and potential assists are how many times 
a player passes the ball and then is followed by a shot to the person that they pass it. What could be an assist and okay. essentially rules out if your team is shooting crappily, you know, you had more opportunities to get assists, but people weren't making buckets. So if everyone would make the bucket, Markel would have 9.3 assists a game. He's only averaging about four and a half or something like that. So five people are missing shots on him, essentially. Um, he's right now around guys like Brandon Ingram and Kevin Durant have similar potential assists per game. The best assess, assist per game or potential assists in the league right now is Tyrese Halliburton, who, uh, what's the joker, Wally, Wally Zerbiak said, isn't an all-star Want to be all star? Where's the beef coming from? We don't know. <laughs> don't These know. ex players need to chill the fuck <laughs> out, know. man. Um, Tyrese Halliburton leads the league in potential assists, twenty point two per game. Um, Gross. Now, will Markel go from his current of nine point three? Will he get to ten point five in this recent stretch of games? And that's right above Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, this. <sighs> I just did a nice thing for you, came with some stats, went back, got some goddamn history, and you come to me with this bullshit. This is a made-up stat, and it is complete horseshit. I hate this stat so much. It shouldn't exist. Oh, I love it. And let me tell you what. Yeah? This is a made-up stat uh huh. that you need to stop caring about. I And there's a lot of them. I care deeply about it, Pete. But I want to tell you what. <laughs> Fans of teams that don't win shit care about this kind of stat oh, because you're okay. looking to grasp to something, right? Sure. You want to attach yourself. You say, well, you know, yeah, we didn't, we only won 22 games last year, but we you know, we led the league in potential assists <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. It's like, Hey man, nobody gives a shit about that. <laughs> so you shouldn't either. So I'm hoping that as we go forward, you as a fan grow yeah. and stop caring about this shit. That doesn't matter. Okay. Cause wow. it doesn't. I need to There's put some a, music behind you. Yeah, well, you're right. <laughs> I just want that for all fans, right? Stop digging deep into these weird stats to see what's happening. Look in the win-loss column. Look in the where. what have you done for me lately in the postseason column. Because that, that's where we haven't scored. So you're desperately looking for areas where we're making headway. Well, I was going to do the win-loss bet, but you said you already took it. Fair enough. <laughs> well, it's coming. It's coming next. And that's a legit stat, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. But don't spoil it. I guess I have to select have something to for this. Select this non-legit stat. Will he have ten point five potential assists? I still don't really understand what a potential assist could be. I feel like he passes a lot of, it to someone yeah, and they yeah, shoot it. There's this is some who's sitting in a chair tracking this or watching video and then decides, uh, maybe that could have been I one. Know. I don't know. Maybe I'll mark it as a yes. Maybe I'll mark it as a no. It does doesn't seem Somebody real apparently. concrete to me. Yeah, it is crazy. So it's bizarre and absurd, and so I have to select one or the other. I guess I'll just take the over so I'm not rooting against Mark Hill. Wow. There you go, Peach. Okay. <laughs> All right. What, what do you got? This one, is, is this the win-loss one right here? Yes. This is a legitimate stat, folks. And for the we used to do – I used to pose this one to you last year a few yeah. times. Yeah, we would do Where I'd be like, hey, what's the over-under for wins? And I'd set the line at like 0.5. Or 1.5, hoping that we could win one or two games in an yes. eight-game span. Right. This is a six-game span. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, the line is at three. Here's the rub. The line is three, my guy. Three. You pick the over or the under, and if we only win three games, it's a push. Okay. All right. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that could... That's really generous of you because that could cause you hey, defeat, right? I'm a fighting champion. Okay, I like it. We're 2-2 going into this round. 
It could end up being a 2-1. See? You may only need to win two to win it. Thoughtful, funny. Instead of it, you needing three. Gentlemen, ladies, I hope your panties are already wet. Look at this man. All right, yeah. Then I'm going to take the over. I think we go. We, let's go four and two. He's going to go for four. Let's okay. go. Four. I hope you're right. I think five of these games are winnable. I think we can beat San Antonio, the Lakers without, especially without Davis, uh, Detroit without Cade Cunningham, Washington's been playing pretty well, Oklahoma City we can definitely win, and then Memphis. I'm assuming we lose to Memphis. I hope it's a close game, and I imagine we lose one of these others. But the other four, we should. We have a chance to win all five of these definitely. I mean, we could, we have a chance to win right. all of them. But I expect us to really win five of them. I, ex- you know, one of those probably won't happen. So four, I like it. I like it too. I hope that you win that one. It feels good in my soul to be able to set a line like three and actually believe in it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, Peach. Baby steps. You heard about Legitimate it earlier. <laughs> you heard about it earlier, ladies and gentlemen, in the little bit that we had. Court Cousins Night is happening Thursday, February 23rd. We're taking on the Pistons. We got club-level seats. We're doing giveaways with some exclusive team gear, hopefully some autograph stuff. We're going on the court after the game, cutting down the net. We're all going to be hanging out, having a good time. Check out Fivo.me backslash court cousins to get your tickets book a, a sitter now let's yes. go let's go you get got plenty of time no freaking excuses the more people that buy early the more things we can entice the magic uh ticket sales reps to to throw into our package to sweeten the deal for for all of us plus we get to be on a future episode of the show because i'm sure we're going to do some oh video yeah taping, we're do some vlogging. we do some interviews and stuff oh, it's gonna, it's be, gonna be sweet it's gonna yeah. be sweet we hope to see you all there all you second cousins have a big family reunion down in orlando baby Hell yeah. 407, baby. Time for the large ending. Peach, hit the music. I'm not charging music. All right. <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> Peach, there are some folks out in the magic Twitter sphere that I've been having this debate on. Some say we really shouldn't focus on the playoffs as the goal, but I think it's a tangible thing that we really should be pushing for. Do you think we should set our expectations as play-in right now, sir? Uh, as a fan, maybe. If you're talking about as a team, I don't think they should ever view trying to get to a thing versus just try to win this game, win that game, win this game. I don't think it's a good mindset, but I bet you if you asked all those players and they were being 100% honest with you, yes, it is a goal. What's your answer? My goal? Well, what, is it okay? Can we? Are you gonna? I think it? it's okay. All right. Why is it right. not okay to want your team to succeed and go far? Let's go play in, baby. Let's go, buddy. Peace. What's your question? All right. Do you have favorite? It's college bowl season. Yeah. I mean, we don't watch a lot of college football. I don't. But they have some all, really. bizarre names for their college okay. bowls. Uh, do yeah. you have a favorite college bowl name of all time? I've got one. Okay, go. Because I can see that you're probably I'm looking one up right now. Yep. For mine, for me, it, I don't remember when it was, but it was a few years of the. Coolin' Weed Eater Independence Bowl, which I thought was a fucking weird name for a bowl. It's just a company name bowl. Company name bowl. It happens a lot. There's also the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl that goes on now in L.A. What's yours? Um, what are you yeah, being told? Yeah, I see this one. I, I see this <laughs> Coolin' Weed Eater Independence Bowl. That's you, hilarious. Legit. I mean, the salad bowl, you know, I've been known to toss a couple salads. Um, so maybe that one. Okay. Thought maybe you'd go with the bowl bowl. <laughs> I like bowl bowl. <laughs> I, Cheez-Its bowl is on here. I do love cheese. That was a good one. Yeah. 
the Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. That's a mouthful. That is something. <laughs> yeah. That's a mouthful on and off. I really you. don't watch college football <laughs> at all. UCF fans out there, let me know in the comments what bowl should I be looking out for this year? Try whatever bowl there. That well, is. that's what I want to know because I want to support our brethren uh, down in Orlando. Uh, Peach, the Bills have the best record in the AFC, you told me. Are they yes. going to the chip? Are they are they going to the championship? I feel like the way things are set out now is good. Okay. But so as long as they can end the season at number one. Yes. Okay. Well, hold you to that. Dolphins fans, you heard that, right? Get ready. It is holiday time, and I'm going to sing a lyric, and I want you to finish it. Okay. <laughs> it's the holiday season. The holiday season. Does anyone actually know the word? Oh, he's so close. What we're looking for is whoop de doo and hickory dock. And don't forget the hand your sock. <laughs> Peach, uh, after Christmas, we have the new year. Yes. Any resolutions? This is our last show of the year. It is. It is. Any resolution, sir? To move out of your attic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a team effort. We'll make that happen. Yeah, all right. We'll uh, all right. Look, it's the it's the end of the year. It's that it's just. I've always wanted to do one of those things where you get your family together and you mm -hmm. go, hey, from our family to yours. Yeah. So we're shooting that. Yeah. And then you got to put that up, right? Like yeah. we'll get a whole family together and we'll do that whole corny like right. end of an eighties sitcom. There's thing. only like five of us. It won't be hard. I know, but it'll be fun. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll bring stuff. It'll get. We'll get. It'll yeah, get yeah. Ready. Let's do it. But anyway, it's been a great year. Thank you for letting me habitat in your attic. It's been great, dude. Me love and the you. mice really love it up here. <laughs> uh, and and looking forward to another great year ahead in uh, 2023. So, uh, yeah. So from our family to yours. Yeah, usually I say thanks for coming at the end of the show, but thanks for having me. It's great. Thanks for being here, <laughs> Peach. It's been a great year. You've made it awesome. Uh, have a happy holiday, a safe and warm and loving holiday and a great new year, ladies and gentlemen. Call an Uber if you're drinking. Don't be down. We'll see you soon. Peace. Thanks for coming.